up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm Kelsey Quarrier, Seamus. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bella. I would never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Welcome to the Dive Bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, where every show is our first show. So welcome to episode one, everybody. Thank you for making us your drinking buddies today. I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WTR the show. With me today, we got Beard Sports. Sports Beard, what's going on, man? The Sports Beard is here. Thank you for having me, as always, Ref Marsh. I appreciate it. I'm so excited for SmackDown before WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend. We're going to have a whole stream streaming weekend where we watch it together right it's gonna be cool for so what we're gonna do the way i want to do it i uh we're just gonna probably tweet about it and let people know but uh we're gonna just kind of have it less less of the windows like i have now and just kind of do the open zoom and i'm gonna send the link out to literally anyone who's ever been on our show or who's ever had me on their show and just send the link out to everybody and say, hey, if you want to pop in for as little or as much as you want, we're just going to be there. So we'll see who shows up, who doesn't. And then at the very least, it'll be you and me. So well, be all bad. for two things. One, hello, Grim Reaper. Thank you for being here. Two. And Grim Reaper uh, will be here next week. He's going to be uh, he's going to be here to help us break down uh, WrestleMania on our show next week. So cheers. Woo-hoo! Oh, I look forward to meeting uh, Grim Reaper. That is going yeah. to be cool. And I hope we get everybody that's ever been on the show. That sounds awesome. I'm super excited. I already told the wife, like, mm-hmm. my weekend is taken. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, she had her birthday last weekend. So, you know. Yeah, she had her time. It's time to move on. <laughs> yeah, we watched the fucking Oscars live. Yeah. So that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I bought her some flowers. It's 37. No one gives a shit. It's like the it's like the most vanilla fucking birthday. It's like 26. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 25. That. Bully for you. You can rent a car without, you know, like a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. At least there's something to it. But yeah, there's a bunch of them where you just kind of go like, "Okay, I guess that's uh, I guess that's what we're doing." Having a yeah, birthday. That's cool, man. I'm really yeah. excited. Is a producer lady going to be on the show? Uh she'll probably be screaming at us through the mic different stuff i i think you should make her oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead we've we've talked about getting like a little animation to to pop up on screen when she's talking because she doesn't want to be on screen necessarily we'll see if that comes to if that ever comes to here's what i want her to do i get she doesn't want to be on screen and i i respect that she uh, she shouldn't worry about it i don't understand that but i producer lady not trying to change your life Make her wear a Rey Mysterio mask. I think that would be so fucking cool. She has in the past. She did for one of the Royal Rumbles. She's got um like a Thunder Rosa style uh, yeah. sugar skull mask that covers half her head. And she did one uh, one year where she just dressed up like uh, like Mick Foley. I have a Mankind mask. She put that on and put her hair through it and everything and put on the, the shirt and tie. Like, I mean, we've gotten That's ways so cool. around it before. That's it's so amazing. fucking cool. That's yeah, so I cool. No, I love <laughs> it too. Best. She should be on. I mean, that's what I say. And now, even now, I have uh, two more masks since she's even been on last. I have the Undertaker Survivor Series mask, uh, that creepy one, and I have a, a, an Ultimate Warrior plastic mask that looks like his face paint. So, like, Dude, you have options, you know? Look at how ugly I am. And I love being on screen. 
So I'm just saying, she's fine. She'll yeah, do great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also, I do imagine if you were to, if you're able to make it work, I feel like that when I start the show, I'm pretty like monotone and you come in with high energy. It feels like having the ultimate warrior run on screen, just slapping hands on the way to the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, what's in your glass, man? What are you drinking today? Okay, so this is a special thing I just discovered. It's called Oceanic Vodka. I brought the bottle because it's so fucking cool. cool. It's from Hawaii. Woo-woo. And it is an organic vodka. It's Ocean ocean Vodka. I'm sorry, Ocean. It's called Ocean, and it's an organic vodka. I said Oceanic, but it's Ocean. Now, the bottle's blue, not the liquid, right? The the bottle is blue, and the liquid is vodka, so it's clear. It's clear, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So such a smart clear. way to do that. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. A, I'm giving them a plug. It looks like the ocean. It's organic vodka and it's regular 40% uh, 80 proof vodka. Yeah. I, of course, love to have a little grapefruit juice. Yeah. That yeah. is, this was my drink for years and I call it a Greyhound. It's just vodka and grapefruit juice. So. Is it pretty smooth, the vodka? Oh, it's really good. This is the, by the way, this is the first time I've had a drop of it on the yeah. show i wanted to like debut it on the show and i like it all right sponsored not sponsored i'm into it i'm definitely gonna something i'm gonna look for that bottle well, i'm gonna amazing not drink any more of it and so there'll be some when you come to alaska good call we are going to be live from the sports beer dungeon no we call uh, it the maxwell lake house the maxwell lake house it's the maxwell uh, lake house we're gonna we're gonna be live from there uh, uh beginning of june very end, end of, of may, may beginning of end of may yeah end of may june, beginning yeah. of june so i think by the time wednesday that wednesday hits i think it'll be beginning of june we'll be doing a live one from from the maxwell lake house in alaska uh micah coming through the chat just be wary guys i'm going to be sending you all the link just so you know micah during wrestlemania a link's coming your way for you to pop in yeah. or not uh for as much or as little as you want on the uh the wrestlemania also so. welcome to thank you for joining us micah Dude, I just realized. What are the odds? You got a Hawaiian uh, uh, vodka. My koozie for my Miller Lite is a Hawaii koozie. I mean, that's cool. And we didn't plan that. So that's no, not at all. I mean, that's even better. Yeah, I was already drinking it before you held that up. So you would have noticed if someone went back and, and pieced it. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. Up. I uh, made the yeah. drink. Yeah. Uh, well, that's because Producer Lady lived in Hawaii for uh, a number of years when we were first together. And so we have some pretty cool Hawaiian stuff around. I have a bottle yeah. of which brand is it? Trader Vic's macadamia liqueur that we still haven't opened because it's from Hawaii. It's Kona macadamia nuts. We're just—it's one of those things where it's like we don't know if we'll ever see it again. <laughs> so like, well, I have an idea. Have it. How about the four of us take a trip to Hawaii one of these years and we do a show from there? That would be effing cool. We'll go to like That'd the Big great. Island or something. Yeah, she knows her. She's got a bunch of friends out there. We could get some people. When I was well, out there. Uh, uh, her friends are locals. They've lived in Hawaii their whole lives. So it was really one of those things where, where I was like, okay, I want to see some touristy stuff. I want to see some local specialty spots. So I got like a good mix. It was really cool. Uh, Micah says that. night one, he is driving to Derek to watch. So night two, maybe. He said, which night two looks like the better night. But I, what, I, I don't what know. What would he know? What would he know? Well, we don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. We just have to wait and yeah. see. I, I mean, have to watch it. 
I'm excited to watch it. I'm so excited. I don't remember the last time I watched a WrestleMania. I missed last year, obviously, because I didn't come back till SummerSlam. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited to see what happens. Uh, I'm really excited about this year's card. I'm yeah, really this excited. is going to be a great. And you know, uh, your guy Sam Roberts said on on Pat McAfee's show, even if you don't like wrestling, he says he's never had anybody a non wrestling fan or anything watch WrestleMania and be like, that wasn't just fun and and entertaining. Yeah, so it's, it's just fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be they, incredible. Yeah, they definitely go out of their way to make sure that it's more fun than the average Raw or SmackDown or any other wrestling show. They 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 make sure it's it's a spectacle. Like that's kind of what makes it special is that it is a spectacle of fun. Like even yeah. if some of the matches aren't great, the whole thing around the matches are super fun. Like it just it works. It, it's a good. I like it. I get excited. Um, I expect the matches to be great, too. I think it's going to be awesome. Me too. We got some awesome cards. Uh, I am in my glass. I am, I'm having a Miller Lite, but I am um, after WrestleMania. I'm going to uh, not drink for the rest of, of April. Um, I'm going to kind of detox a little bit. Just a month, no alcohol or soda, and uh, then get back to it. So uh, so I'm having some, some light stuff on the way. Um Got you, buddy. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, it'll be good. But it's not about what you're drinking. It's who you're drinking with, and I'm glad you all are drinking with us today. Yes, thank you for joining us on Wrestling on the Rocks, whether it's yeah. water or ocean vodka. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no difference. Uh, let's see. Well, let's start with a couple of simple things real quick. Uh, uh, probably the biggest thing news-wise that, that happened was uh, was the, the news about Triple H. Uh, went yeah. on Stephen A. Smith's, right? Yeah, he was on ESPN, Stephen A. Smith's show, uh, saying uh, basically he's never going to compete in ring ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to say, I'm uh, I'm sad, but also like it feels it was it feels like it's good. He got emotional about uh, you know he now has a defibrillator inside his body so if he dies you know dies of a heart attack essentially the defibrillator can resuscitate him right um so but uh crazy said he never had you know he'd never had any problems before he said he had always had like an like a bigger heart but an athletic heart and and you know he said he had been tested a bunch of times and so it just must must have caught up to him so um you know it's uh it's gonna be interesting so Miss Fabtina is in the chat. She says Roman on a being on a big 3D graphic. Uh Micah says any non-WWE Mania weekend shows or matches you're looking forward to. Uh we'll get to that, Micah. We're talking about Triple H real quick. Uh uh Miss Fabtina, WrestleMania playing at Dave and Busters and Theaters. We talked about that last week, but we did not talk about Dave and Busters. That's interesting. We have a Dave and Busters here. I love Dave and Busters. Yeah. Love them. So much fun. I love going there. Uh but um, we'll be doing the show live from our homes and yeah, watching so. with the fans. So yeah. Um, but yeah, to be back on topic with uh, Triple H, yeah, the idea of the defibrillator too. I've even uh, read that some people can't even work out if they're on it because, like, if your heart rhythm changes or shifts or goes too high too yeah. fast, it'll it'll shock too. Uh, so. He might it's be a doing a lot of walking and stair stepping. I, I'm yeah. assuming his life has changed quite a bit. So yeah, 
I wonder yeah. what we don't know yet is is if he's going to maintain much of a position in WWE at all, if he's just going to basically kick back and relax from now on, which I think if he decides that, he's more than deserves it and earned it. It didn't feel like that in the entire the, – the interview, I think, was not long, 15 or 17 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't feel like he was walking away from the, from the sport oh, yeah. entertainment business. Uh, it did feel like – I mean, he's, he was like, I'm never competing again. Like he left, like that was, there was no uh, ambiguity in that statement. He was, I mean, if Stephanie was there, like his kid, I think his kids were with him too. Like uh, yeah. Stephen A talked about getting in and doing some ring stuff. So there was some interesting stuff to come out of this. Uh, what Stephen A uh, referenced, cause they did talk about other things outside of Triple H not wrestling. He talked about how he loved Bobby the Brain Heenan, Paul Heyman. They talked about, the, the brilliance of Paul Heyman about how he's just like, like the guy you want to just punch in the face is Triple H's words, not mine. It was, uh, I love the interview. Um, and um, I'm not a hater of Stephen A or anything. I, he could be polarizing, but I, I, it was a great interview. It humanizes this sport, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people who think it's not real and it's real, it's real people. It's not fake people. It's real athleticism. So, yeah, it's, and I think he's going to still do scouting and, and development and stuff like that. He said he's still going to be involved quite a bit. So I, I, I don't think he's going to take a step back. I don't, I don't know that if you are married to Vince McMahon's daughter, he would ever let you step back. Because look at Vince. I mean, he's like still going, man. Nothing else lasts the Vince McMahon Energizer Bunny. So, yeah. Yeah, and I could even see them uh... – like uh even like like you said with vince doing it forever the way that he has i could see even being like hey vince i can't do xyz anymore okay cool we'll have you do you know abc instead like we're, we'll find a spot to keep you doing stuff you know what i mean like i could see that too the only bummer really is that the the end of his career kind of came this way where i think that we were all expecting very close to this being around the time he would retire anyways we were expecting like one more little story to retire him and the fact that he won't have that official button on it is a little bit of a bummer. But when I think about it, the stuff he did with Batista and Randy Orton, I feel like works just fine. Like it's not anything to scoff at. So Ref Marsh, I didn't see that. He did talk about uh, he did talk about in the interview that he was supposed to do something for WrestleMania this year. Yeah. So he was going to be involved in something, a match, something. He was going to be a part of something at WrestleMania. So uh, it's. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that would have been. That would have been really interesting to see. They did uh, uh, premiere some stuff on YouTube that were older matches with him and Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey, and Stephanie McMahon. I thought those were cool to watch. I didn't get to watch all of it because I had other stuff going on. This That happened today. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, um, it is kind of sad. And I will say this, man, like, you know, I'm a rock and roll fan. Like, I think he has the best intro ever. He's got oh. Lemmy from Motorhead. Like, like, I don't know if you remember the fucking movie Airheads where he goes, it's a trick question. Lemmy or God, it's a trick question. Lemmy is God. Like, you know, like Lemmy it was the lead singer of Motorhead. Rest in peace, Lemmy. He, he's, he's passed away since too. Yeah. But I think he has the best like actual song intro. I mean, there, I love, of course I love stone cold. I love, you know, there's a bunch of great intros, but his is, 
because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, even if you don't like Triple H, I am the, you know, it's very good. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. They released his, a couple of his, his songs done by Lemmy on vinyl. Yeah. Because the songs are just that goddamn good. Yes, they're fucking They sold awesome. out immediately. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, his career is obviously nothing to scoff at. If he doesn't get to have one little story to send off and put someone over, it's not the worst thing ever. Like, it's, it's yeah, a hell of a I, career, man. And he and, has a, and you know, Stephen A. When he started the interview, he 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 spent, you know, he spent all that time going over all his accolades, and you know, he's yeah. one of the most accomplished wrestlers of all time. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like. He'll probably be in the Hall of Fame like six times. We'll just find another thing to put him in the Hall of Fame. Well, Degeneration X, right? They're already in the Hall of Fame, are they not? Yeah, he's already in. Yeah. So he's him there himself by himself, obviously. Yep. Uh, you could put him in with Evolution, probably no problem. Um. They'll probably give him a Warrior Award at some point for for charity deeds or something. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Warrior Awards, though, they're they're giving it this year to Chad Gaspard. Did you see that? I did not. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, I know a lot of people were upset that he didn't get it last year. Last year he passed away shortly before uh, uh, WrestleMania season had was was getting into gear and they were announcing all that stuff and everyone thought it should be him. He passed away. Uh, he was in uh, swimming in in the ocean, I believe it was, with his kid, and the water started to take them under and the rescue crews came out and he like was telling them get his son get his son and was kind of like helping yes. them get to the kid. And then as they get pulled the kid up, the the water took him away, and uh, uh, obviously I think you the might have talked about thing. this last episode. Actually, I think you did. I remember. I think you talked about this. I don't. Uh, you talked about him dying, not not him getting any award. Sorry, but we had this conversation. Uh, possibly. Uh, but yeah, he uh, uh, obviously died in a super heroic way. So the idea of him getting the the warrior award, I think, is really cool. Yes. Uh, the fact that people are trying to make an argument about it because it's called Warrior Ward and they want it renamed, I think that I don't know. I think it's a a little. I think it takes away from what what's happening. You know what I mean? Like celebrate what's happening here. You know what I mean? And the idea of calling him a warrior is kind of the concept, right? Like I understand not wanting to celebrate some of the crazy, horrible shit the guy who played Warrior said, but essence of the of the award is named after the warrior to be the character of a warrior who was always fighting and uh, always believed in more and such so to be associated with the the concept of being a warrior uh but i think it's pretty cool i think it's cool he's getting in um let's see i was gonna pull up something else here yeah yeah oh uh you wanted to talk a little bit about something else that happened Oh yeah, hey, just real quick. I mean, I know the Will slips, the Will Smith smack is dominating the the, the headlines, but Taylor Hawkins, a drummer of Foo Fighters, passed away untimely in his sleep. They believe of a heart attack. Fifty years old, in phenomenal shape in Columbia on tour with the Foo Fighters. Um, just, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. I uh, love Dave Grohl. Love that band. Love Pat Smear. Love everybody in that band. Just an incredible band. One of my all-time favorites. They, my favorite band of all time is Queen. They always lay homage to Queen. They actually sing a Queen song. Taylor was the guy who would sing it, and you can oh, see wow. it. Uh, there's a lot of outpouring of emotion, but I did want to say rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins, and best to his family. And 
you know, yeah. just an awful, awful thing gone way too soon. Yeah, that was surprising when I saw that too. When I saw his name come up, I was like, "How old was he?" You know what I mean? Because like it seemed like out of place and weird. And then when I looked it up, it really, it really felt that about way. five years older than me. Yeah. So, yeah. given some of the stuff I've dealt with this week, it's kind of hit close to home, and it's been mm. been tough, man. Like I really, it's uh, you know, I already don't do well right with life, so yeah. it's it it was a tough it was a tough day for me yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tears in our beers for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, do you want to? Do you think Will Smith and Chris Rock are going to have a, a WrestleMania match? No. Well, a lot of people seem to think so. Well, I'll, I'll just say this: I'm gonna, I'm not ever going to come out on the side of Will Smith on this one. You don't fucking yeah. slap a comedian at an award show for giving you shit. You you're worth over two hundred million dollars. Uh, there's a re, you know. Get the fuck out of here, Will Smith. You're and he's twice his size. Like that was a bull move you, for sure. Well, yeah, Chris Rock's brother said uh, Will Smith hits like a bitch. So that's fine. I think anybody anybody would uh, would uh, maybe say it didn't look like it bothered Chris Rock that much. He handled it like a pro. He and, was so uh, respect pro. to Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, I had so much respect for Chris Rock there because for one, his hands were down. He was like, "If you're gonna do it, do it." He leaned in because he thought Will Smith was gonna say something to him. They, I think he that thought Will sense. Smith was gonna joke with him oh, because the joke was so benign. Yeah. Oh, he did not know that his wife had alopecia. By the way, his wife. And we don't need to get into this. I think yeah. we could go down this rabbit hole. Like they have, they don't have a conventional marriage. A lot of people want to say blah blah blah. I don't care yeah. about any of that stuff. You don't slap yeah. another man on stage. Take him to the back. Talk to him like a man. I didn't appreciate it. I think yeah. it was a joke. And I told my wife we watched the whole Oscars live. I said, "Watch him win." And if, my wife said, "If he doesn't apologize, I'll never watch another Will Smith thing." I'm with her. Will Smith, sorry, brother. You know, loved you in Fresh Prince. Loved you in, uh, you know, Independence Day. But, you know, you lost me, man. You. You know, and yeah. don't quote God. Everybody knows you're a fucking Scientologist. Get the fuck out of here. That's true too. Yeah, get out. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it was really weird. You know, the thing that I thought was most weird to to bring it to a wrestling standpoint: the amount of people who were sitting there saying and still saying that they're convinced that this was a quote work, that it was a staged thing, and yeah, all yeah. I could think about the whole thing was was at what end? At what end game? Like, where's the payoff? Right? If it was staged. No one came out really looking great, and it really put a, a damper feeling on the whole award show kind of a deal. Well, let me tell you this. It took away from the first deaf male actor winning an Oscar. It took away from Questlove from The Roots, one of the greatest mm -hmm. hip-hop bands of all time, winning an Academy Award for resurrecting a uh, film festival that happened in the 60s that no one talks about that was all, like, African-American bands. Um to me, if I was an African-American, I would be really pissed off at Will Smith. He took away from a lot of stuff. Oh, by the way, the producer of said Academy Awards was African-American. Mm. It was a joke. Yeah. It was a yeah. joke. And that's what I mean. Like, if he, if it was staged, it, it it didn't pay off very well. You know what I mean? It did a bad thing. So that's, that's why I think the conversation of is it real or fake is so weird to me. Because I'm like, if it's fake, it's probably for something, right? And no one's going to tune into Oscars next year thinking, oh, I want to see the fight this year. Like, it yeah. doesn't help with their ratings. No one's tuning no. in after the fact because they already saw the clip. You know what I mean? Like, it was just really weird that, that people, that, especially even wrestling fans, are so adamant about 
being right and never being fooled and you can't get one over on me that they'll turn literally anything into up oh, you're not gonna outsmart me and you're like or you look kind of foolish hanging on to something that that doesn't make any sense no. you know what i mean we live in an information an age where we have all the information at our fingertips and yet we believe in all this bullshit conspiracy <laughs> stuff i fucking do not get it whatsoever yeah, it's like, weird. come on. Is your life that fucking boring? Get away from your phone and your keyboard and your Facebook for a while then. Yeah. You know, like, but I on. did get a kick out of a lot of the memes that came out of it and the people saying, oh, there's going to be oh, a yeah. mania. That shit was funny. I got a kick yeah, out yeah. of that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw the 49ers getting smacked by the Rams. I saw all kinds of memes. <laughs> yeah. 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 My favorite <laughs> one, I think, was uh, it put over Chris Rocket said the moon and then it had the slap said, uh, uh, my eyes or your eyes and then uh something about the pizza pie was the amore thing when the moon hits your eyes when the moon hits eyes that's amore yeah, yeah it was uh, really it's funny. a big pizza pie that's amore yeah i gotcha yeah yeah it was pretty exactly. um all right all right let's see i'm gonna pull up some next stuff uh, well as we talk about wrestlemania coming up and something i thought was worth mentioning is well for one wwe just landed a deal with fanatics they're gonna have it looks like a bunch of their merch on the official fanatic site which i think is really cool yeah i'm excited about it i get stuff from fanatics from time to time so many of my friends are yeah. are sports fans that i stay on the newsletter or mailing list for fanatics so if somebody's yeah. team comes up with some cool deal i'll snag it up you know the guy who started that is a genius and yes yeah. fanatics that's cool the nfts for for WWE are going to be a big deal, I think. And I think that's a smart move by WWE. Yeah. And I wonder if they don't eventually move their merch to them solely. Because you're seeing I a lot you, of... I bet you would see a, a split. Because they have deals with like Homage and 500 and uh, Roots of, of Fight. Uh, like, I mean, they have a, they have official merchandising in specific areas anyhow. I bet you yeah. still see that hybrid. Because I don't think that they would ever move... 100% of everything out of their control. Yeah, know? yeah. But hey, yeah, real quick. Think... Go ahead. I just wanted to acknowledge some of the people in the chat that have shouted. Micah, I'm glad you went to Dave and Buster's. Uh, nice. He talked about Triple H we, uh, doing scouting and development. Thank you for bringing that up, Micah. Uh, cheers to Justin Time. Justin Time, hope you, yeah. Jeremy, and Time join us on uh, Saturday or Sunday or both days. Yep, yep. Uh, Miss Fabtina also said cheers to Justin Time. And she, uh, she asked us, what are we excited about for WrestleMania? Well, I know what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Ref Marsh. Oh, we'll get into there when we get into there. Because mm. uh, that's okay. going to that's, that's gonna be the, the crux of the whole review of the shows. I will say okay. to answer Micah's question about uh, uh, non-WWE weekend shows or matches, uh, yeah, Mission Pro is a big one. I'm excited that they're part of the collective. Uh the other thing I would say that I'm really excited to see, uh, Bloodsport would be one show in its entirety that looks really good. But uh, Janela versus X-Pac is one I'm very anxious to see. But I am a little concerned about it because it came out that Sean X-Pac Waltman uh, uh, injured his, like, tore his bicep when he was at the GCW show just a month or two ago. And I don't know how long that takes to heal up or what that's going to look like on the other side. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I believe the two of them could make something something real special happen there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, on top of the Fanatics thing, I just want to throw this out here because I like to be petty. But it's expected. They were saying that uh, 
WrestleMania is going to bring a $200 million economic boost to Dallas-Fort Worth during that weekend. Yeah, that's that, good. It's incredible. That's awesome. That's awesome. But I think that, that these kinds of articles are the things that I think people ignore or don't think about when they try to talk about how WWE is getting the lowest ratings they've ever gotten or they're going they're going out of business. Those weird conversations we see all the time or how AEW is doing so much better than WWE and X, Y, and Z. And this is just to say that the health of both companies are fucking fine. Like, if you're a company that brings $200 million a single weekend into a city, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I think the ratings... I think we could talk ad nauseum about that stuff, but what it really comes down to is they haven't really find developed a way to finite yeah, the exactly. ratings. When someone streams a show on their own time, like, dude, I, I fell asleep to raw. I had to watch like half of it over again. I yeah. watched it on Hulu again on a different day. So it's like, uh, and I didn't get through it all. Sometimes that happens. Like, you know, yeah. Same with SmackDown. I did not watch SmackDown. My wife wanted to do something else Friday night. It was her birthday weekend. Guess what? I watched SmackDown. So does SmackDown get poor ratings? Because I didn't watch live on Fox, but I watched it anyway at like 2 a.m. Alaska time. So I feel like a lot of that stuff is garbage. Oh, yeah. That's and what I mean. from what Are I've these... been told, AEW isn't even close to WWE in ratings. I've been, We can yeah. look at it on the internet right now. It's not close. I. I, I get what the dirt sheets are writing. Just delete those people from your feed. Yeah. Like What's what you I'm like. saying is that these are, are better indications of success, these kind of deals and stuff. What I think is going to be the cool conversation is when AEW starts landing some of these really cool partnerships and deals. Because I think that they'll, I think it's going to come. I do think both companies are going to be just yeah. fine. They both have longevity. And I think that AEW is going to have some really cool contracts with some pretty big partners at some point. And I think those conversations are going to be more exciting than – how do they do this one week? You know what I mean? I'm but. I 100% for you. And look, you guys know I don't watch AEW. Not because I don't like it or hate it. And there's wrestlers on there that I would love to see wrestle. I just don't have the time. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I have decided that I am going to dedicate my life to watching sports. And I am going to watch some wrestling. And the wrestling I've chosen to watch is the stuff I grew up on as a kid in the WWF, yeah. WWE now. So I'll just say this. Like what you like, enjoy what you like, and love what you like. And don't bitch and complain if you don't like it. Because you know what? In the next week, you're going to get something entirely different. It'll change. Yeah. You know? I will, you know, I, I'm a positive person. I try to keep good things in my life. So the one thing I'd be critical about the WWE is I don't necessarily need to be have the big heel charge, but it's working. And it's been working since NWO. Yeah. You know? So, you know... So go ahead, uh, Ref Marsh. Where do you want to go? Yeah. From um, and just to wrap up the this conversation as we move towards the show, Micah does say in the chat, it's like, oh, you got the DraftKings partnership at Revolution, and that's sick. Yeah, they got that partnership. I thought that was awesome. They had DraftKings logos on their ring. Yeah, and I thought that was them. super exciting because the last time – this I think that's I think it's a direct result, too, of the official partnership, long-term partnership, that WWE has with DraftKings on all their platforms – I think they're seeing such good results there that they're like, fuck yeah, we'll bring in another wrestling company. And I think it's good for both companies that that kind of stuff is happening. And I think it was awesome. And I hope we see more DraftKings stuff with both. And, you know, Pat McAfee has a $150 million deal with FanDuel. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At what point does FanDuel go exclusive with WWE too? Maybe. Who knows? 
Yeah. But maybe FanDuel will take on both uh, companies as well. Who knows? I don't know. It's cool. It's just cool stuff when the yeah. companies are doing stuff that, that lets you well, see them in more places. And know? fantasy, you know, like, so fantasy stuff is legal just about everywhere. The mm-hmm. fantasy, where you can do fantasy stuff, it, it might be like a $10 buy-in, but it's fantasy. It, it's yeah. not considered gambling. So Texas does not have gambling, by the way, but FanDuel and DraftKings are legal there. So if you wanted to pick like AEW Dynamite or the WrestleMania winners or something, you could do such a thing and maybe you could win money, but it's all, you know, it's all fantasy stuff. Like they have fantasy sports, hockey, football, all that stuff, basketball. Great. And you can, you can win some serious money. I know a guy who's winning like major cash doing DFS daily fantasy stuff. So Uh, you know like there's a lot of money in it and and it's i'm glad to see that these companies are putting it back into products that make them money because if you don't have a sport to watch or you don't have wrestling to watch then there's nothing to fantasy bet or bet or whatever on you know so yeah as a primarily wrestling fan and not sports fan i do feel like i miss out on stuff like when i hear people doing their fantasy leagues and fantasy that no i bet on this thing i go in my mind it's kind of like oh that's fun but like i'm not a part of that you know what i mean i wouldn't know where yeah. to start the idea that there's wrestling versions of it now is actually kind of exciting to me and i've messed around with DraftKings a couple of times it's really neat the stuff they have you bet on though because they don't want you to bet on like winners or losers necessarily most of the time usually it's like length of match or is it going to be a pinfall or submission like they have like weird little like caveats so it's not strictly like yeah. something that you could cool. probably guess by storyline alone right uh, i've but, not i've not seen I've not seen any of it. I haven't looked into it. I've never been a huge fan. I played fantasy hockey this year. I've had a lot of fun doing that, but not for money or anything, just with some friends. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, That's yeah. neat. And I'll probably do more of it. I'll probably mess around with it more and more. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's uh, get finally, into it. Finally, right before we get into it, just as a quick shout-out, an announcement, sort of, uh, uh, Roman Reigns is going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight. So if you guys are uh, up late and want to watch uh, – a real star on a real television show? I'm just kidding. If you want to watch Roman Reigns on Jamie Fallon, uh, he's going to be on tonight. I'm excited because I think that Roman does really good in those style interviews and such, and I kind of want to see how he comes off. He, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think he comes on like at 8 o'clock here in Alaska, so mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll look for it. But uh, it's, uh, it's uh, NBC is yep. – uh, yep is uh jimmy fallon so let me see yeah, it real quick yeah. yeah the late show jimmy fallon comes oh my bad he comes on at 10 30 yeah, and it's yeah. uh hassan minaj who is a comedian roman reigns also known as joe i'm going to record it because i want to watch it yeah because i watched the wwe evil episode of roman reigns i don't know if you want to go think? into that what'd you think oh uh, well as a guy who did not I did not know that he had been kind of like pushed since like 2017. Yeah. Like I didn't realize he had been in the line like that long. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed hearing about his story. I mean, I knew he was like his uh, you know, with, with the family stuff. Um, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I, I I'm gonna let the fans of Wrestling on the Rocks and the people watch it if they get a chance, because I don't want to do a ton of spoiling on it. But I'll say this, I have a prediction to make. I think that Roman Reigns will face The Rock at WrestleMania 40. And I, I think, think so. that will be the culmination of that whole story, I think. Yeah. Is my opinion. 
and I would not be against it. Um, I just, I, they need to change some things they're doing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. with the with Roman Reigns and the Usos, because I'd almost rather them just be like dominant war machines, like Brock Lesnar could be, mm-hmm. uh, than yeah. like sneaky. They could still be heels. They could still be That's whatever. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I could deal with it two more years of them being this. Yeah. Uh, Micah says, I like how it mentioned the fan backlash from Royal Rumble in 2015 and Roman Reigns' real feelings on it. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you, Ref Marsh? Because this yeah. blew, this was tough for me. I didn't, something very odd about Roman Reigns. He had like blue eyes. Yeah. And he all of a sudden doesn't have blue eyes now. Was he wearing contacts or is he now wearing contacts? What? He was wearing contacts. That was part of, I think, one of the reasons why people were having a hard time with him is there was so much about him that came off so phony. Yeah. Like, he just suddenly had blue eyes one day, and everyone's like, what the yeah, fuck Yeah, that is was this? fucking weird. I was like, does he have blue weird. eyes, and is he now wearing contacts to cover his blue eyes? Or No, it's vice versa. Um, yeah. I mean, because honestly, dude, the guy had leukemia. Like, there was a lot of things that was like, I'm kind of rooting for this guy. Yeah. But, like, I totally got there was, like, a ton of fan backlash on it and stuff like that. So, but, um, you know, honestly, guys, like, I now kind of see what you and Kev and everybody talks about that are in pro, like, pro-Roman Reigns. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm coming around and I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan, but I'm not rooting against him as actively as I would. I still would love to see Brock Lesnar win at WrestleMania just because yeah. I love this version of Brock. Also, because I had kind of such a negative opinion of Brock. But anyway, where do you want yeah. to go now? But it's brought you some respect towards him, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. And I would recommend the evil thing, too. Like, I watched the Hulk Hogan one, and, I, you know, that was cool. You know, I still think Hulk Hogan probably should be get a lot of responsibility for the demise of WCW, but yeah, he does not. Uh, <laughs> I think... <laughs> You know, I think he kind of lives in a fucking la-la land a little bit. He's kind of, I don't know. You know, boxers get punch drunk, they say. I I, I wonder if Hulk Hogan, mm. you know, just like whatever. I mean, I look, again, Godfather Wrestling, like, he was the the first guy ever. I mean, he's yeah. that guy. I mean, you can't, I don't want to take away from what he brought to wrestling, but you know, I mean, the guy, the, to me, there's some things, you know, in real life too, like that I, yeah. you know, would just rather him be gone. But Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. Uh, did you end up watching most of SmackDown? Yeah, I watched all of SmackDown. Yeah. Okay, cool. I watched all of SmackDown. And I watched all of Raw. I'm just saying I just, you know, there's some things that are hazy. Okay. Okay. Raw. Let's see. Actually, I'm looking at like this bullet point listing of what happened on SmackDown and loved it for a show that i remember just having so much fun watching when i look at it from a bullet point standpoint not a lot going on in a weird way right so there was all the brock lesnar roman stuff which was awesome brock lesnar yes. taking over his his room breaking his shit yes no that reason. was fucking so great yes i also liked that brock was eating his grapes because brock's keto he shouldn't be having grapes <laughs> <laughs> smashing the table with his cowboy boots was so good yeah. and you know what that was like it was a cheapy table, but still awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Uh, I'm loving all that stuff. I think that both of those guys, Brock and Roman, both are just doing so much on such a high yeah. level. And I actually want to talk more about them on Raw. I think there were there was a lot of stuff that tied into Raw that was awesome. But 
Well, if you miss it, they recap of everything too, which is part of the you know why the show is so long on Raw. But yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Shinsuke and Jimmy Uso had the cool thing. Yeah, about the Drew McIntyre. Or I mean, did you want to talk about Shinsuke and Jimmy Uso? Well, so here's what I'll say. I would you be against Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura winning the the tag team? against the Usos and then then Roman trying to get that back for them and making a storyline out of that later because I like those guys as a I think they are such a simpatico thing and it makes sense to make them a tag team and for a while it was just Rick kind of being like the herald for King Nakamura when he was the the king of the ring and stuff but what a great way to keep I think fan favorite characters yeah relevant and, you know, they're really not do, I mean, the Usos are running around. They're, they're kind of doing too much with the Usos. Like they did on Raw, they did the thing where they were against Thornton and them too. And then it, yeah. it sort of ended. But I just, for me, I, I think it would be, it would be fun to watch that storyline play out a little bit longer. I think the fans like RK Bro so much that RK Bro probably retains the title. Uh, but uh, I don't need, I don't, think we need them against the usos right now but maybe they go that way i don't know we'll see i i enjoy the rick Lucci shinsuke stuff i love them a lot you know i know they're smackdown they were you know yeah uh so i think you're right i think that would be a good way to go i think the only thing that I think the only thing that would annoy me about it is just the the I is just that I'd be getting worked right. So like the the idea that I'm just such a big fan of the Usos that if Shinsuke and Boogs beat the Usos, I'd be like, come on, because I consider the Usos one of the greatest tag teams of all time. That's not to say that's the right decision, but that's just how I feel at the time. So well, let me ask I you this: that, so, so, real quick, Ref Marsh, do you mm-hmm. think that Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura are shitty wrestlers because they're really good wrestlers? So why right, couldn't but, they beat the Usos? Because I don't think I they think they're like just as good, team. if not better. Rick Boogs is physically Rick Boogs could be in like title contention for like the universal title. He's that convincing to me. I wish he didn't cut his hair, but like for me, like as far as when it comes to a like in ring squared circle thing, those guys are really fucking good. And I like the Usos, but they don't do anything better than anybody else, in my opinion. They're good, but they don't do like what are they great at? So, what I was saying, the Usos are great at, uh, uh, I mean, to put it simply, tag team wrestling. There's a lot of tag sure. team psychology yeah. that's different than a singles match, right? They're sense. in sync in a lot of ways that is just comes from years and years of working together. I think that Boogs yeah. and Shinsuke wrestle like two singles guys who are working a tag team. And they do a lot of stuff on their own individually. Rick is still doing stuff that I think that is a little more silly than it needs to be in the ring, but it's working for him. It's not a big deal. Like this, these aren't criticisms in a bad way. No, I kind of right. I actually love hearing like, uh, which is why I'm saying like in my mind, I'd be like, I don't want to see these two guys beat the Usos because I think the Usos are so good. But realistically, it's not a bad decision to make, and they are. They would be a convincing tag team. And it would yeah. be a good story to see what happens with them after the fact. I'm just that big of an Usos fan that I'd be getting worked being like, no, they're my faves. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. I, you know, you make so much sense there. And I kind of forgot, like the Bushwhackers were a great tag team. <laughs> You're not going to see Bubba Ray, Bubba Ray and Devon separate, right? 
the Acolytes, great tag team. And I'm not saying those two guys weren't great wrestlers on their own, but they were awesome as the Acolytes, right? Yeah. They're just certain things that are so good. And I know that Jay and uh, uh, Jimmy Jimmy were Jimmy. have been doing it forever. Yeah. They've been doing it since the, you know, they came up together as brother, brothers, obviously they're brothers. Yeah. Right. And Roman's their cousin. But and yeah, sometimes, I, sometimes I think the Usos are almost too smooth, but they, right, they, right, right. But yeah. it also works with them because they've been doing it so long and they are twins that when they do stuff that's so damn smooth, it's easy yeah, to yeah. buy into. Yeah, where, yeah, no, I got you. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. And I actually am really glad to hear you, you say that. I'm just saying, like, I could see, like, as far as in-ring performers, I feel like Shinsuke and Booz could do a really good job. And I, yes. I know they, yes. they, they haven't worked together for years, but like yes. they do the Toyota commercial. It just feels like those guys have a really awesome cohesion yes. together and they're, and they're yin and yang. It's, it's a little bit like rock and sock. You know, I just use that yeah. analogy because the mankind and, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson were such different characters. Yeah. But in it's reality, Mick Foley and, and, and Dwayne Johnson are both great salesmen, right? So, yeah. you know, I love what they're doing and what they're selling. Uh, but I got you. Uh, Usos probably win. <laughs> so No, I'm actually, I'm, I mean, I'm saying that I think that you're probably right. I think that, that Boogs and Shinsuke probably win and we get a cool story with them as tag champions. Right. I'm saying that the, the, Uso super fan in me would be like bullshit, but but it like doesn't realistically, it's it not doesn't really tar it won't tarnish their legacy. No, because that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because that's why it's, because I think that in the wrestling community, Boogs and Shinsuke are thought so highly of yes. now, especially Shinsuke, right? So um, I just feel like as a, again, I'm a junior chipmunk whatever the fucking thing is the new kid on the block yeah. again i stepped away i'm not your guy sam roberts who never left wrestling who's always been with wrestling yeah you know even yourself you stepped away so it's i just have to say like i would be i would love to see boogs and shinsuke mm -hmm. i need to have some happiness yeah. you know i need to have some joy and those guys spread that and in ring they're fucking cool Yes. And I love watching what they do. So, and not I, I'm not a slight on the Usos. Again, I'm so glad I watched the the Evil episode because I think I I've, I've just have developed a whole more appreciation for the Bloodline. Again, I don't have to be I'm a latecomer to that. I don't have to say I'm a big fan of them, but like I am with you. You know, I yeah. what you're saying makes total sense. I know, but I'm I'm what I'm saying is that when you ask me like what would be wrong with it. The super fan in me goes because the Usos are the best, and then yeah. so I know it'd be like, which is part of the reason why I know that it's probably the right decision to actually do the Boogs and Shinsuke thing because I think you're right that their star power is is still not even hardly tapped into. It's so funny to me. One of like as as much as I think that Rick Boogs personally is kind of annoying, I can super appreciate what he's doing there, and I love mm -hmm. the fact that the crowd is so fucking on board. Where they he started it. to pause it. It's so funny, dude. I can't yeah. help but laugh. And when, like, the way that he, like, will pause and you hear the whole crowd go, like, because he'll be like, Shinsuke. And then he'll pause where he's supposed to say Nakamura and go yeah. all high. He'll pause and it. And you hear the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. And, like, I mean, it's shades of, like, people yelling what? Like, 
we yeah. can get into that. I don't want to. Let's not. Let's end the discussion on those guys. Yeah. Because there's so yeah. much more to talk about. Go but ahead. I will say, prediction wise, WrestleMania night one, Usos versus Boogs and, and Nakamura. I think that as much as the fanboy in me never wants the Usos to lose a match in their whole career, I think you're right. They won't lose anything by losing. Uh, yeah. It could be a great story. We could have a really nice feel-good moment, some cool shit on the other side. I think Boogs and Chinsky is the right move. Well, and they're all on SmackDown. So, like, yeah. that, you know, just carry that on for the fucking fans that get to watch SmackDown, and, and, and we'll all love it. And Pat will fucking yeah. dance on the table, you know? With, and one of the with, things uh, about the Usos that I love is that I think that their matches are so good so often that I've seen a ton of times where they're not champions, and they're also still putting on great matches and making other tag teams look awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, they're always so good and primed that anytime they win the championship, you never go, well, how could that happen? You go, oh, looks like the Usos did it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right on that one. I think that's how you go. Uh, Grim Reaper had a thought on that. You want to hit that real quick? Yeah. Uh, Grim Reaper uh, says, I thought when Boogs cut his hair, he was going to uh, turn heel on Shinsuke. Yeah. I mean, I think they we've seen that so many times. Uh, and then uh, Grim Reaper likes Otis with the Alpha Academy. Yeah, that, uh, dude, Grim Reaper, 100%. Alpha Academy's awesome. And I could see Alpha Academy winning the uh, tag team titles uh, with uh, RK Bro. Yeah, uh, would we'll not have a problem with that at all. Uh, we'll say this. I think I think that, you know, Vince brought this up in the interview with Pat McAfee. And, and they talked about a little bit on the the WWE evil sometimes. And I, I know they, they didn't want to say the person's name, but sometimes a character comes along and he just forces his way. And I, I want to say it's Daniel Bryan, but I wasn't there for it, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it was Daniel Bryan because I wasn't there for it. I don't know who it was, but I, I know they're like, they were pushing Roman and like yes. the fans are like, no, fuck you. We like this bearded fuck, which, Hey, yes. I can get behind. Um, so it's what it was is people were chanting for Daniel Bryan and when yeah. Roman like when it wasn't when Daniel Bryan didn't come out you heard I think Rey Mysterio was the number 30 and and Rey Mysterio got booed because he wasn't yeah, Daniel Bryan everybody he loves had, fucking Rey Mysterio yeah exactly you know, who's going to boo huge miscalculation on their part too yeah. like yeah, seriously absolutely. because ultimately and I love I love how they word it and I never thought about this but Michael Cole was saying this a lot and I'm like oh you know, this is dumb of me to never like dawn on me. I apologize to everybody. But when he uses the term WWE universe, he's talking about the fans. Yes. So like the fans, ultimately you have to give the fans what they want, because if you don't give them that they're going to leave. So you have to, you know, you know, bait them, bait them, bait them, bait them, bait them, piss them off, bait them, bait them. And then you give them the culmination, right? At these Mm -hmm. events. That's what I wonder, like, because I'll be honest with you, like, the lesser thing, I, I think this Brock, like, shit-kicking fucking cowboy from Saskatchewan, like, is going way better than they think they thought. Yeah, um, I think so, too. Know? So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, but, yeah, I would not have a problem. With, the only thing I wonder about uh, Grim Reaper with uh, the Alpha Academy is, and they're great, and I love them, and I, I, I actually really would love to see them do more uh and be the champions for a while rk bro is next fucking level like i love this tag team it is so good and you know ref marsh talked about you have single wrestlers wrestling they are awesome and i know a lot of it is riddle gets his shit kicked in and then 
Randy Orton comes in, but they've kind of shied away from that for a while. Mm-hmm. And and Riddle's actually won some of the matches and done some things. And um and and I think the more they let Riddle prove that he's a capable wrestler, which we all know, I just think that tag team is even better because honestly, yeah. Randy Orton could be in the in the Universal Champion picture. I mean, like, there's nobody would say he couldn't be right, yeah. but it's been done, and he's been there a lot. So they're doing something else. And the thing I see, and you know, Ref Marsh, we've talked about this before. Randy Orton looks like he's loving doing this. Like, I think it's, I think sometimes you go to work, and yes, you enjoy your job, but like, it just show, it just feels like his joy and exuberation for doing what he does, which I, I think he loves being a wrestler and he's incredible at doing it. It feels like this is maybe his favorite of all time, this thing. And it's just cool. And it, he doesn't care that he's not in this or that, you know, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm loving it, you know, I, I, and, and so I would be okay with seeing RK bro for another year or two, like as a dominant uh, tag team champion on the raw brand or maybe bring them to SmackDown and maybe move the Usos and you could change stuff around or whatever. I don't know. You know, maybe we get the storyline where Triple H comes back and breaks up the bloodline and stuff. That would also be good. But anyway, I don't want to go ahead. Ref Marsh. Where, where do you want to go from there? Uh, let's see on SmackDown with Drew McIntyre and Corbin. That's also going to be on day one. That's going to be good. I'm enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Corbin's awesome. Uh, Another guy that could be in contention for the universe pal, Drew McIntyre. I think it's good. I mean, they've been there, done that with his character. <clears throat> I don't know that we needed to see him steal the sword because that's happened a bunch of times. Right. But, yeah. but, uh, uh, just another thing to throw on. I, I think, uh, Corbin's awesome. Yeah. I think Corbin's great. What do you think about the, uh, madcap? His, his joke's not landing. My suspect suspicion is that just means that after mania we're going to have a madcap versus corbin uh uh storyline which is going to help yeah. madcap break into his own and i think that yeah. you're going to see madcap really go on to do big big cool well, shit. madcap is one like a physical specimen looks like i mean dude like he got he got a bump in the ring that you know not many would have recovered from and it seemed like it was he was okay like i'm glad to yeah. hear again once again we've seen some wrestlers get injured um just uh i'm for it i I, and that would be fun too let's see madcap let's see madcap and corbin go at each other so yeah and then you know uh, yeah it's 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 good yeah i'm I'm liking that stuff i think drew and and corbin now here's the unfortunate bit if i'm being honest i think drew and corbin we've seen a bunch of times I think it's easily the le- the least exciting Drew McIntyre match that we could. Possibly I haven't. Have I haven't seen Mania. it at all. Though you said you've seen it a bunch. It's happened a bunch. You've been watching it every week. No. Oh, you're saying uh, no. I know that. I I thought you were saying like in the past, like years back, they've wrestled. I'm sorry. I'm trying to clarify what you're saying. Okay. You're just well, saying both. they've done both. Okay. So before okay. previous versions of Corbin have had issues okay. with with King the Corbin. previous version of uh, of. I think King Corbin had a problem with Drew. I think Constable Corbin had a problem with Drew. I think Drew, when he was a Terminator with Dolph Ziggler, had an issue with Corbin. Can I ask like, you though? Can I ask you this though? Do you think a lot of it has to do with like size and an in-ring ability? Because both those guys are so significantly big, like it almost doesn't make sense. Like they need to go up against guys like Omos or something. Because it's yeah. like 
Like, I wonder if they're just like size matching a little bit there and, and that's part of the problem. Uh, it could be. I think they also work really well together. Like, I'm oh, not yeah, trying to yeah. shit on the concept. I think they, they do great together. Right. I think that it's just for a WrestleMania match, it almost feels like it would have been cooler to see some version of Madcap and Drew that we haven't seen much or something. And yeah. again, I think Drew and Baron are, in my opinion, I think they're 1A, 1B. Who's going to take the title off of Roman? I think it's going to be one of those two dudes. I think that's where oh, we're really? going. Oh, really? Wow. Wow, wow, cool. That's my thought. And so for me to see them in a match right here where it feels like the most static match on the card is a little bit of a weird kind of setting to go into it. But I don't think these guys are failing at what they're doing. I think they're doing a great job at, at what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that they're going to put on a banger match. I just don't think anyone's going to talk about it on the other side. And that's a bit of a bummer. But I think that what's going to happen is on the other side of this mania, I think Corbin, McIntyre, and Madcap are going to see huge explosions in their direction. I think they're all booked for something crazy at next year's Mania, and we're going to see that get us there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. But I think that I think they're I think the WWE are starting. You know, we're starting to bitch about a lot of stuff, but I think they're playing the long game to to yes. WrestleMania 40, which yeah. we're two years away from. And oh. I think that I mean, you know, Vince is still going to be alive. There's, you know, I, I mean, it's an amazing. So uh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I wouldn't be against any of that. I think um, all I want to see is good storylines and good matches. Yeah. And if you can get the the two together, it's awesome. Yes. Maybe you know, Ref Marshall. I was gonna say you've been overtly critical about Drew McIntyre and Angela the Sword and like just getting rid of it. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, it's kind of become a prop, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the thing. But you're like, no, it's this, and that. it's kind of a weapon and stuff. But we all know it's probably not really a weapon. But I'll just say, like, I wonder if they're going to get rid of that Angela with this storyline. And then maybe Drew can just focus on being a wrestler and doesn't have to need a prop or something, you know? Yeah, I would like that. I'm hoping we get to a point where the sword breaks or get run over or some weird shit melts let that be that melts <laughs> yeah dude think about it too what if they what if it broke and do a bunch of pieces and then in story he melts it down and makes it into some big fucking necklace like seamus had and then he wears that you know like fuck could also fine. be the shards of narcia like in yeah lord of the rings <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. I'd be fine with that. Uh, but yeah, let's see. On the. Because I'm going to. I'm basically at this point, we're just going to kind of go through the. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead, brother. Whatever you want to talk about. about. Let's see. That's from. Uh, uh, so. Let me look at day two real quick. Well, let's talk about well, the women then. You want to talk Nina? about Raw a little bit? No, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to get there, but I'm going through, okay. like, the SmackDown stories because I am saving, I think, Brock and Roman. Well, while you're looking the, uh... for the SmackDown stories, uh, our good friend Justin Time Wrestling says, I honestly would have no issue if Corbin had just destroyed the sword. But we don't know what's going to happen. Hey, we got a new uh, person in, you may know. Six Crow says, Marsh, you still thinking Seth, Gabe, or Shane moved into that spot? Uh, we can talk about that real quick. Uh Seth Rollins and the TBA. I think it's going to be Gable Stevenson. I'm confident. Dude, you called that forever ago. I have to give you that. It has to be. I love Vince sat him down. I honestly yeah. think they underplayed that. They yeah. should have fucking made that like, like a big part of the show. 
Because one, who doesn't love Seth? He's yeah. great. Let's fucking get him an opponent because he lost his fucking shit on like he just like he 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 took over SmackDown, right? Or Dude. or I'm sorry, Raw. I'm sorry, Hold Raw. On. Let me pause you there. Yeah. Vince's delivery on that. I'm just yeah. as surprised as you. You've had a lot of failures. I thought you would win your way in. Like, telling Seth that he's been Dude, failing left and right. And Seth had to look like. How uh, people say Vince isn't on his A game still? That was fucking great. Amazing. Dude, yeah. and in the beginning, too, Seth walks in and Vince is looking down. And then you see Vince, like, sort of side eye over him and go back to what he's doing. Like, oh three or four God. times, Vince side eyes him and goes back, like, mm, mm. like he doesn't want to do this, but he's going to have to talk to this fucking clown it was so dude, fucking funny but dude like do do you think that that um the fans don't view uh seth rollins as a fucking clown you know no but that it's character seth is a freaking clown. rollins what but the character of seth rollins right now is a clown the fucking yeah, big goofy suits going around doing him a little bit dancing. of a disservice you think no. they're doing him a bit of a disservice or do you Not think this is just good I think it's just great to see this level yeah. of what he's capable of, if I'm being Which honest. is everything. That's why it was so surprising to hear you say, uh, I I don't know, man. Like, are, I'm not done with Seth Rollins being, like, in the title picture. I would like to see. Yes. Like, I actually loved when he came out with the Shield uniform a few weeks back and stuff. Like, I was like, oh, are they going to go down this road? Because Seth was yeah. the brains and... You know, the Braun was yeah. always Roman, and again, I've had to like kind of learn about a lot of this stuff kind of retroactively. It's sort of, sort of a weird way to be a fan, but like you jump back in. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, but I gotta, I, I gotta learn backstory, right? I'm watching prequel stuff, which actually happened, but yeah, it's not prequel I, uh, for you guys I that never left. If it wasn't for the fact that they're unifying the titles. It would be really easy for me to say that Seth was going to win the world title on the other side of this. But since hey. unifying the titles, it's a, it's a little more difficult. Hey, that's what I wanted to ask you real quick. I'm so glad you brought that up. Are they going to make like a Uber championship and still have a Universal and WWE champion? No. Are they going to have like something above the Universal, like an ultimate champion? Like, uh, what's the fucking word Pat's always using? And they used it Dependous. for... Are they gonna have stupendous? A stupendous title. Stupendous. It's a stupendous champion. No, I mean yeah. just like, what? What's bigger than the? I guess Universal. It's it's so tough to top the word universe, right? What's bigger than the universe? The infinite champion, or you know, I don't know. It's like a, you know, it's infinity. I'm infin. You know, I don't know. I like. This. Yeah, I think that the. the so we've seen it once before when WCW was, was bought, they brought in the world heavyweight championship and they had the WWE championship. And at a certain point they unified those titles and called it the undisputed championship. At one point, the undisputed championship went back to being the WWE world championship. And then at some point they, they brought in the incarnation of the universal. So they're going back yeah. to that concept of, but it sounds like they're calling it the unified title. Yeah. 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 Are they going to make it like a, a thing where it magnets together, and I don't know. Anyway, real it'll be quick, a new design. Uh, I think yeah, it'll be yeah. a new design. Justin Time says, if you think about double positive, if Gable Stevenson, either Gable gets a win against Seth Rollins in his debut at WrestleMania, or Seth wins and makes Gable, that's true. We've actually talked about that a little bit, Justin Time. And then we got uh, yeah. another person that uh, Kiro says. Coming through. Uh, with just an emoji is what it is. But... 
but yeah, I think so too. What Justin uh, is saying, Gable's gonna look amazing coming in. I honestly don't think, and I think that that this is my hot take. Cody Rhodes is not ready to be in WrestleMania as an entity. Yeah, Do no, I don't think we're gonna see Cody Rhodes at all. I don't think we're gonna see Cody Rhodes at all because of that fucking scumbag guy that thinks he knows everything about the WWE keeps saying it's gonna be uh, um, Cody Rhodes. So we will definitely not see Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. but it's what I'm saying be- is, is do you know much about Cody Rhodes as even a character? Nope, but I know about uh, Gold Dust, and I know about Dust uh, Dusty Rhodes, who I love. Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes was awesome. Yeah. So I think that what Cody did when he was away from the WWE was really raise his stock to the hardcore wrestling fan base. But sure. I don't think that he's raised his stock uh, to the general public or the general wrestling fan base, if I'm being honest. And I know that you could always argue that Roads to the Top and being on the Big Show show and all that shit, or Go Big Show show, uh, whatever it was. But I think that realistically, I don't think Cody's in a position where his music hits, it comes out and the crowd is just so fucking elated to see him. I think he comes out the Monday after and it becomes a big deal. Like, Oh shit, Cody's back. What are we going to get? And he's got to build himself to that point because even in AEW where he was a fucking EVP, he never main evented any of their pay-per-views. He wasn't yeah. a main eventer on their own show. What if he like, comes back and is more in like a managerial role? Like, cause honestly, like Adam Pierce, whatever. I mean, motherfucker blocked me on Twitter. So fuck that guy. Uh, and uh, Sonya Deville, it's it feels like they're like they could just put her back in competition. She's been wrestling a little bit, so yeah. I'd be interested to see what happens there. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how the fans I think feel. They could. Our friend I Kiro think... says he's in Texas. Good for you, Kiro. I don't, I don't know what that means. Hey, I mean, she's gonna hey, go Kiro, to let me let let me give you a little piece of information. When the tide is out in Alaska, we increase the state size of Texas. Cut Alaska in thirds, and you'd be the fourth largest state. Fuck Texas. He's saying he's going to WrestleMania. Is what he's saying. Oh my God, Carol, you're the best. <laughs> have fun. And Texas is cool. I'm just fucking with you. I don't have a problem with Texas at all. I I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, but... I thought it was a jab about Texas being biggest and the baddest, and it's the second biggest. And it's, yeah. you know, people, are from, you know what I love about people from Texas? They're so proud to be from there. And that's yes. cool. And I like that. And you should. Uh, but yeah, I think that the, the, my hot take is that Cody's not ready to be a surprise at Mania. He's got to prove himself to the audience again. But I think that Gable Steveson has such heat behind him right now. And everyone's so excited that I think that he would have a big reaction. And I think that that's why you get Gable Stevenson. Now, the question, though, was posed because do you think Shane McMahon's moved into that spot? Because now there's rumors, and we've even said it before, the idea of Shane McMahon coming in and doing a thing isn't the craziest thing. So now people are saying, could it be Shane? I think it also could be a thing where Shane comes out and people Shane think it's Shane. Shane McMahon? It's not Shane. Yeah. Shane McMahon? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kiro says, I, I'm going to SmackDown, NXT, and Mania both at nights. Wow, Kiro. Hey man, all I want you to do is have a blast. Yeah. Have fun. We got to do that one year ref march. I want to be yeah. behind the broadcast booth on a oh, SmackDown. Yeah. We got to go. I want to be there with the fucking for the brand, like, yeah, you know, yeah, repping buddy stuff. I agree, but yeah, that's my that's my take on that. Is uh, uh, Seth and Gable Stevenson and Cody shows up on Monday, and I think that everyone's gonna. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're going to see Cody at WrestleMania. We talked about this last episode. I don't give a shit about Cody at all. I mean, nothing against Cody. Like, I I don't I don't know him as a wrestler or whatever. Uh, he seems like a, a, a fucking hard worker. Almost yes. cut from the Vince McMahon cloth. So, yeah. I because I, I know he does other things. There's other shows yes. and stuff he's on. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm instantaneously always turned off by the neck tattoo. I think it's the worst fucking thing you can do to yourself uh so that i i don't like but i would is that a by the way is that a bamboo comb from hawaii as you're combing your beard there it's not bamboo i don't think some kind okay. of wood it's really cool i like it yeah i like yeah. it it's i need to comb my beard a little bit today mm, good um <laughs> i will i yeah i'm 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 with you i hope it is gable stevenson gable stevenson gable stevenson stevenson yeah I think so. I, and that would make you really excited. I wouldn't. Yeah. I think it could yeah, even yeah. be we cool where it. I think Shane comes out and introduces Gable. So people think it's going to be Shane, but then it's Gable. Why would it be Shane, though? I mean, like, Shane, I thought Shane was so random at Wrestle, uh, at the Rumble, at Rumble, too. Like, and nothing against Shane. Fucking love Shane. How old is Shane now? Like, I, like, you gotta have, you gotta be on or in relevancy to be important. Like, Ref Marsh, you and I talked about Gable Stevenson last uh, episode, yeah. him winning in back-to-back national championships. I think he's a gold medalist. I mean, he's very accomplished wrestler now, Re- collegiate wrestler. Like, you know, so yeah. I'm with you. Like, I hope reason, that's who it is. I think that would be a great launch pad for this kid, whether he wins exactly. or loses. It's going to be really exciting. And I hope it's Michael Cole and Pat McAfee on the call for that. Because, you know, I just think that would be the best. Because yeah. um, I want him on SmackDown. I think it would be great. And oh, and cool. awesome, too, to see a young guy come out and be like, bam. And honestly, since Kurt Angle, we haven't seen a collegiate wrestler come in and really, like, well, in fairness, that's not fair to to our, our friend, we, the Alpha Academy. He's a yeah. collegiate wrestler. But I, he yeah. went to NXT first, didn't he not? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville? They did yeah, I mean, that's promos. a celebrity match. Johnny Knoxville is going to win that match, but it's going to be awesome. There's going to be It's going to be a fun match. It's going to be like an old McFoley match. I think they're going to do a lot of crazy shit, so I'm excited. I'm really I'm excited, excited to watch that. It. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. Let me see. The let Drew, Reed, Corbin, Xavier Woods. What about the oh, yeah. uh, Logan Paul? We're going to get to that in just a minute. Okay, okay. That we have got. Oh, sorry. Yep, yep. I jumped um, the gun there. Here, let Austin me let theory talk. I got to take Matt. a Okay. I got to do a thing. Okay. Quick. Well, I do think that uh as we kind of wrap up SmackDown and move over to the Raw card stuff, uh, we will talk about Austin Theory and Pat McAfee here in just a second. I do think it's really peculiar that they did announce that ricochet is going to be having defending his title this coming smackdown before mania as well as uh finn balor was announced to be as the u.s champion in the battle royal also going to be on friday the andre the giant battle memorial battle royal i think it's weird that you wouldn't put the u.s title or the Intercontinental title on WrestleMania. 
It just doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. I actually thought that by getting the titles off of who they did, that you were going to get either Finn Balor and Damian Priest in some sort of cool match, uh, or even Ricochet and uh, a number of people in some form of a ladder match. But we're not getting either of those titles on Mania, and I think that's really weird. Sick Crow reminded me that Gable was drafted to Raw, but I don't know that that matters. But yes, I got you. Uh, you said uh, you were talking about the uh, Ricochet being the Intercontinental Champion. And, and Finn Balor being the U.S. title holder. Yeah. And they both have matches on the SmackDown before Mania, but not at Mania. And I think it's a little weird. Well, I, we're going to see those guys at Mania, are we not? I think they're we're, still kind of announcing the... Uh, the media thing. Kiro says they don't have enough time to put the Intercontinental and USA title on Mania 2020 surprise. He's being, uh, he's no, being, uh, I think they're totally going to have, they're going to have them. They'll have them. I mean, they'll announce guys, it's like the kickoff or something. No, I mean, we're, we got a Friday night SmackDown. I don't know. Shit. They got to, I mean, they got to, they got to, they got to have t- every title should be on the line at WrestleMania. There's no way it's not going to be. Those titles will be on the line. They're going to be on the line. It's just, they, you know what? Honestly, they're just letting the fans know. Kiro says, wonder what four hours of pre-show is going to have two, have two hours both nights. Shit, I don't know if I'm going to watch all the pre-show, but like, uh, we'll I see. I would be shocked if the IC and the U.S. title ended up on the pre-show. That wouldn't shock me if you had Ricochet. and No, no, no. For WrestleMania, or... you're not going to have those titles on the line? Like, for the actual... Um, as I told our friend Something's got to happen on the kickoff, though. Premium live event. Because she goes, pay-per-view. I actually corrected her on Twitter. Yes. She laughed. I loved it. I was like, don't you mean premium live event? <laughs> yeah. um, shout out Stephanie, by the way. She's cool as shit. Um, I got to say this, man. Like, I don't... No, no. You have to have the titles. You've got to have those titles on WrestleMania. Like they've, those matches have to mean something. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Go back to what you were saying about the Pat McAfee stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Austin Theory came out, talked some shit on McAfee, and then hid in Vince McMahon's room. I don't remember. I don't remember uh, uh, McAfee doing a lot. Did I just kind of miss it or? No, uh, level thing. Yeah, so well, was Raw right? Are we into Raw? No, that was SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. No, for SmackDown. uh, No, I think there was. I think did Pat come out and do his apology? Wasn't that was not this last SmackDown? On SmackDown, Austin Theory talked shit and went and hid in Vince McMahon's room. I didn't quite remember it. I thought they had... I thought they were doing some pretty good match building. Because, dude, I mean, I mean, again, it's tough for me because I have Pat every day in my life. So, it, oh, like, yeah. it's so hard for me to be like... And then he's been pushing... that, Like, the WWE lets him show the clips for intermissions on his show. So when he takes a break, I'm getting to watch all the stuff play out like a bunch of times. So for me, I feel like the McAfee stuff. Yeah. So six gross says he chased him 
into the back. That was it. Okay, yeah, but we, yeah, we, yeah, I figured that was just, they don't want anybody to get injured. Pat's been keto and like a motherfucker. He looks incredible. Yeah, that's cool. Miss Fat Pina says, sadly, Marsh didn't win the trip to WrestleMania as an interviewer. Oh, man. Yeah, I I didn't know you were up for that. Uh, But yeah, so Austin Theory, Pat McAfee, that's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, But Sam Roberts did talk about on Pat McAfee's show. Did you watch this interview? Did not yet, no. Okay, so he told Pat he thinks Vince came on his show to give him a false sense of security and that that Pat's going to end up putting Austin Theory over. Whether Pat wins the match or whatever, but but uh, your buddy Sam Roberts said that uh, he thinks that uh, Pat's not going to win. He thinks it's going to be awesome theory. He thinks that uh, Vince being the most diabolical person in the. I wish you had watched it. I I, I should have sent be. you the the the. I mean, again, Pat's interviews are long. Yeah, I kept I think, meaning to. I just kept forgetting about it. I should have fucking clipped it for you and sent it to you, because. Uh. I I, sh- I should have known you've talked about Sam a lot that you were you work with him and you know him and stuff. Uh, he and he, he, I feel like a lot of your opinions, honestly, dude. When that dude was on the show, I was like, oh, holy fuck, this is Chris Marsh. This is Ref mm-hmm. Marsh, from to the fucking T. And I'm not saying that you. I just like it feels like you guys understand the 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 the, the business really well and. And so uh, he was letting Pat know. It was great, dude. It was great. And it wasn't kayfabe. It was just a good interview. Yeah. Um, and AJ, AJ, who never chimes in with good questions, AJ Hawk. Shout out AJ Hawk. Um, it was good, man. Like, I, when we get done with the show, if you get time to watch it before tomorrow or uh, SmackDown, because uh, things could change. Give it a listen. Um, I started to think, oh my God, Sam Roberts is right. And 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 Pat's gonna lose this match like he lost Adam Cole. It'll mm-hmm. be an awesome match because Pat is a fucking athlete, like an athlete. I just watched the highlights of him as a punter throwing like passes and fucking just like the guy is incredible. Like, and then you know, like at lunchtime, he'll be shooting shots and swishing them. I mean, just some guys are just gifted. And Pat's got the gab and the athleticism. And I don't know, man, I fucking love the guy. I, he, he, I would not be back in wrestling if it wasn't for Pat. So thus the, for the brand, like, you know, so. Oh, uh, Kiro says, maybe I should buy tickets for Marsh. Well, you better let him know now, Kiro, because (laughs) you probably have to leave like, by thursday to get to texas from arizona so that's a good point uh so charlotte and Rhonda, at the very least because i know that you and i have very similar opinions on what this match is probably going to look like and what our excitement level is but we want ronda rousey promo i actually like this way that Rhonda speaks it's coming off really natural she's not overly I, overt and screaming like i get annoyed i get no, annoyed a lot so of the wrestlers good. who who just scream into the mic non-stop no she did really good i i think yeah. uh no 100 percent awesome 
Yes, great yeah. job. And huge rooting for Ronda. Like, hoping that Ronda, like, hurts Charlotte and we don't have to see her for a long time. Like, yeah. forever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going there. I, I, I think... I think WWE has to be a little bit concerned about her commitment, but I think Ronda, if she commits like The Rock, and by all accounts, behind the scenes, she's fucking awesome. And I love hearing that. And so, oh my God, dude, I'm going to get a Ronda t-shirt if she wins this and she does well. I'm going to push for her. I want to see her do well. As someone who struggles with mental health and I know her family has had that. I'm rooting for her as the human, but I I I also am rooting for her as the sports entertainer. Uh just so I don't ever have to watch that fucking hack Charlotte Flair wrestle again. I don't know. I mean am I being a bad person by saying this? I almost feel like I'm being so over the top, but it's awful. She can't she can't give bumps, Ref Marsh. Like like in the match, like like Rhonda hits her and she's like, I am the Terminator. No, yeah. you're not the fucking Terminator. Why don't you watch a Mr. Perfect video and learn how to give some goddamn bumps, you fucking half. It's horrible. Oh my god, dude. I can't yeah, I could use it. a break from her for sure. I'm I'm Yeah. Yeah. It's just awful, dude. There's nothing nice about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to move on to the next topic? Go Rhonda. Uh, yeah, I really, I just wanted to get your opinion on Rhonda's promo because uh, yeah, it was I, great, dude. I loved it. I agree with you. It felt really authentic and good. And I think Steph was watching it with me. Steph, for the viewers, is my wife of 16 years, incredible woman, like the greatest person in the world, and the reason Ref Marsh and I are on this show together. Uh, I, um, I'm, I'm really proud of her, and I, I just. I, I love seeing what she's bringing to the table. And and it was, I, I, I feel like the, the WWE universe, as Michael Cole would say, knows what's authentic and it's coming across authentic. Is it the best? No, but it's good. And she's going to get better. Yeah. She's really junior in this when it really comes down to it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Cool. Let's see. Uh, I'm pulling up some of the raw stuff as we get. Uh, Grim Reaper says Charlotte in the top five women, uh, women's wrestlers of all time, and I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that Grim Reaper. I'm just saying, like, uh, somewhere along the line, her fucking ego has gotten in the way, and she has just decided that she's like the the blob from uh, the Marvel comics. I, no one can stop the blob. I'm an immovable force. It's, dude. It's I. I'm not saying she doesn't have the potential to be like one of the greatest of all time, but she's, she can't fucking hold Becky Lynch's jock strap and she's been in the game longer. It's not, you know, it's really kind of sad, honestly. Yeah, It almost I mean, feels I, like I, she I, has. I completely understand where people say that, but I would be honest, if I was making a top 10 list, I don't know that she'd even make my top 10 of most enjoyable talent to watch. Or she better than people... China? No. Is she better than uh, Lita? No. Is she better than uh, the Bella Twins? I don't know. I didn't watch the Bella Twins. Uh, is she better than Natalie? No. Is she better than um, Becky Lynch? No. Is she better than Bailey? <laughs> is she better than uh, Sasha Banks? No. Is she better than uh, uh, Bianca Belair? No. I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I would rather watch uh, Dewdrop. I wanted to ask you a little bit real quick. 
we're talking about women's wrestling. Nothing from Dewdrop here into WrestleMania. I'm a little surprised. Are we going to get a diff? Are they going to give her a break and bring her back as Piper Niven? Are we going to? I wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if we saw a lot more of her after Mania. But you're right. Leaving her out of Mania right now is a little a little weird because she did so well. But at the same time, like, uh, there's kind of a lot they're cramming in there. There's uh, a match that we were about to talk about. A lot of people were having issues with because they think that it's uh, lazy or something. But they talk about the women's tag team championship: Zelina and Carmella against Naomi and Sasha versus Rhea and Liv versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. People are complaining about this. Why are people complaining awesome. about it? You hate good things. They hate one, good things. For one, they hate good things. For two, they want a they they think that it's shitty that all the women's matches are about titles and they want. Uh, the narratives they want one on one matches with women that do not involve titles on the show because we have other grudge matches and celebrity matches that involve men without uh, titles that the women should have the same. And I agree uh, at the concept, but I also understand that for one, this one match, two, four, six, eight women in one match is not a horrible way to go about that. And I think that. Uh, Dude, People name also... a wrestler from that match that you don't want to see wrestle. Like, every yeah. one of them are fucking awesome. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you people that don't like good things? Yeah, and I get the idea of saying that they want more, like, grudge match stuff. And we got close to that with Naomi and Sonya at a potential payoff there. Uh, but I think at the same time, like, people, they, 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 neglect the fact that there is for better or for worse a very small number of women on their current roster right now yeah they they need to grow it for sure and they need to call up some people from nxt for sure but it's not as deep a roster as their men's division and when you're trying to get all the talent out there and you are trying to do the shows and you're trying to have the tag division they want the tag team championship to mean something and people were complaining before excited. saying to have the tag team belts just demolished and move on. Well, here's here's a match that has eight women in it, and it's going to be an incredible match. And it's about something. They would have otherwise had the same match, but without a title. You know what I mean? So I feel like a maybe I'm a mark for saying this, but other than the Pat McAfee match, which I'm a Pat McAfee fan, this is a match I'm most excited about. I'm so excited about this match because I think it's going to be so spectacular in the ring. And I'll tell you what, the women do get a little lot less time than the men, but they always take advantage of it. I never hardly ever see bad moves or it's always just so good. Uh Okay. And that being said, outside of who we talked about earlier, because I don't want to give her any more pub than she deserves. This is going to be, an awesome match. Now, does it take away that it's a four a fatal four-way with two tag? Yeah, a little bit, but I still think it's going to be because of WrestleMania, we don't have the time constraints. So we're gonna get to see these women at their fucking best. And it's again, guys, like me coming back in since last year um SummerSlam, I have just been the women's storylines, the women's promos. And their matches, in my opinion, have been not only on par, but a lot of times better than the men's. Yeah. And I fucking love them. Like, those are the story. That's the stuff that I'm into. 
Six Crow said this match would be would have been better as a women's battle royal. Sure, no, no, no. that's no, no, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. He said no. this match would have been the women's battle royal, not better than. So what he's talking about is there used so there was the Andre the Giant battle royal, and then there yeah. was for a short period of time a women's battle royal, which I believe was a May Young. Uh, battle royale. Yeah, May Young, May Young Classic. Yeah, and that's a good point too, because people were complaining about getting rid of those because those matches didn't mean anything. I think this is improvement. Is my point. We could have yeah, a thirty yeah. women battle royal and have everyone out there for a meaningless match, and they all get their time on the thing, and someone has uh, wins a trophy. Yeah, or we can get eight women in a match for a championship. It's an improvement. It's yeah. not perfect yet, and obviously they're slow to make big changes, but. I think that this is a good thing for the tag team championships. I think it's a good thing for every woman involved. I think that everyone in there right now, tell me Zelina and Carmella are not having the fucking time of their life being a team together. Okay, awesome, awesome team. Tell me that Naomi and Sasha Banks aren't having some of the most awesome. fun they've had in a long time. Awesome team, awesome team. Sasha Banks, like you feel like they're almost under you. No, but I'm not, I'm not going there. This is awesome. Yeah. And how We're much fun do they look her. like they're having? You know what I mean? Like, Dude, I Natalie think that, and Shayna Baszler, what a fucking cool team that is. Yeah, Natalia and Shayna are looking like badasses. They look like they're having a ton of fun together. Rhea and Liv Morgan, they might be getting married. They're having so much fun together. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's awesome. They're very like, – yeah, it's cool, man. I'm, that's and, what I mean. I'm in on it. I want to see this. I'm super excited about this match, man. Like, I am. Yes. I mean uh, – I really want to see the Bianca Belair Becky Lynch match. Like I am way excited for that match. Yeah. But this match is again the women's stuff is the stuff that's like I'm like yeah, give me more, give me more, give me more. 100%. And they know it. They know it. We're seeing all these girl wrestling fans in the stands and stuff. The pissed off fan. Remember the pissed off fan? Yeah. Who was the? You know, we like all those memes and stuff. Like it's it's the women's stuff is taking over. It's it's good. I mean, what a few years back it was the main event. So like I don't feel like you know, like I'm I'm more interested in that stuff a lot of the time than I am a lot of the women's stuff. Like yeah, the Baron Corbin Drew McIntyre stuff gonna be cool. I I would or the happy Corbin, sorry. Yeah. I and I would say you said I could watch that or this match, I'm gonna watch this match. Yeah, and I think that for me, I feel like I'd rather the tag team championships mean more than they've meant, and this does. Yeah. This. You know well, what I mean? Well, we talk about a lot of times too, Ref Marsh. You, we said why don't SmackDown have their own, but they don't have the time frame, so we just have the one women's tag team. I would be okay with two, but, uh, but yes, they're putting a lot of meaning behind the women's tag team champion. I agree. And look at this. At the end of the day. We had two of these teams on SmackDown, and we had all these teams on Raw. You know what I mean? Like, if you had one championship, one tag team championship for each division for the women, you would be seeing half of these women half of the time. You got to see all these women twice the amount this week. Like, all I'm saying is that we're making small steps to make those tag team championships mean more. And I think one thing that WWE does, and maybe to a fault and maybe too often, is they have been doing this for 50 years. And they perceive doing it for another infinite amount of years. So where we as fans say, we want it now. I want a grudge match now. I want the women's championship to mean more. Why don't we have a deeper division? I want uh, I want a 50-50 booking with women and the men. We see that as that's an immediate change you can do now. They see it as we can get there because we have time. 
and we'll work on it over the next number of years. You know what I mean? So I do yeah. think that it's baby steps, but it's not nothing. And I do think that we are seeing an improvement. I do think this is awesome for the tag championship. It's just a matter of what happens after the fact, you know? And all it's these great. teams are having so much fun. Who doesn't want to watch this match? I don't think you're a fan of wrestling if you don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this match is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. And on Raw, what did they have on there with this match that was cool? Oh, it was that four on four, which was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, it there's opened up one thing Brock I Lesnar. want to talk about from Raw. Oh, go ahead. I mean, the Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair hair thing was fucking awesome. That was crazy, it. dude. Did you see it. the pictures that Becky posted today? Uh, no, I did not, but I don't care. My wife goes, it's a weave. So if you know that, I, I said, I don't know if it's a weave with Becky because her hair is, seems pretty real. Like, she goes, at first, I, I think she thought I was talking about Bianca. And I was like, I know her ponytail is not real. I get that. Like, that I know is not real. But the but uh but Becky Lynch's hair is mostly real. So and I thought actually I thought Bianca in the heat of the moment, by the way, the fucking fans chanting, you deserve it. You, again, how fucking good is Becky Lynch to do this? Yeah. And I mean Bianca has to win. I want Bianca to win, but Becky Lynch deserves so much fucking credit. And I I don't know that I would be uh, again, I don't know that I would be awake to Becky Lynch's brilliance if it wasn't for Bishop in some regard. I think you would have cued, cued me in on it too. But how fucking good is she at selling? Again, uh, we talked about another individual on another show that should take some fucking notes from this girl. She is the goat. She is so good. Becky Lynch is so good. I told my wife, I said, I want her to, br- I want Becky to lose but I want him to bring her back as a, a baby face just so I can see her as a baby face in real time. Cause I didn't get to see it because yeah. she is so fuck. This is so good. Again, I said, I was really excited about the fatal four way. There's not a match I give a shit about outside. If you said you could watch one match on WrestleMania, Jeremiah, you can watch the sports beer. You can watch one match. It's Becky Lynch. And Bianca Belair. That is yep. the match I want to see. I, I love this. The story building has been so good. The in-ring has been incredible. It is awesome. Yeah, it's been super so good. good. And Hold on. Do somebody's you... knocking on my door. I got to make sure it's not like... Yeah, the uh, Becky and, and Bianca segment was awesome. On, I, got, I got somebody. And I, uh, uh, I ended up posting... A little gif of a goat. Like I found a redheaded goat that was getting uh, sheared and screaming. And I posted that gif and put hashtag raw. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that match, too. I think Sorry, it's really good. Yeah. I think even in regards to if it was a weave, I don't think it was 100% weave. I don't think I think uh, you got to have a mix of hair to make that happen. Uh, but, yeah, it was incredible. The, the crowd's chanting, you deserve it, to me was so cool just given the amount of people who've been saying since Becky Lynch came back at SummerSlam that the crowd was never going to boo her, doesn't want to boo her, uh, that the the heel turn's not working, that they're begging so much. And then at this point, you hear them literally chant, you deserve it for having her hair cut up uh, and get attacked in the ring. So, yeah, Becky Lynch, 
on all cylinders, it's awesome. And I think the idea of her losing at Mania is really exciting to think what she's going to be capable of doing on the other side of that as a, a character that's been so over and popular and has run herself through her own delusion that the concept of whatever happens to Becky afterwards is going to be exciting to watch. You know, God, I'm so excited. Uh, Brock Lesnar opening up the show the way he did was so cool. And then I thought it was really fun. So here's something that I thought was interesting that I've, is this truck door or no, this is the, jovial brock lesnar yeah yeah yes with the what with the what yes oh my god i'm with you marsh so what i was about to say was something i've never seen because we've seen people have to interact with the what chance and figure out how to make it work and this show leaned into the what chance more than any other single show because it wasn't just brock so brock goes that's all right yeah sing along oh yeah come on be a part of it and then Brock started feeding into it the way he fed into it at Pat McAfee's show. Remember, like, I mean, 100%, you remember that one. 100%. Because he Pat's, was setting them up. Yes. No. Because the Pat way that showed, he set yes. up Pat and his buddies, I hunt pheasants, what? Yeah. Rascals, what? Like, he was doing the whole fucking thing. He was doing that same setup and wait for the crowd. And then he was smiling, laughing. Go ahead, play along. Let's do it. Then later you get Roman come out and it infuriates Roman. Don't you what at me kind of a deal. And I thought, holy shit, the way I forget the line he used. Let me see if I can pull it up. The line he used about the what chance. And he said, I would also, and then he also says, and I would kick stone cold's ass if he was here, dude, it was insane. And then to top it all off, Kevin Owens, then also comes out. Huh? Brock Lazarus said he would kick Stone Cold's ass. No, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns did. When he came out and cut his promo. And then after that, Kevin Owens comes out and he starts egging on the crowd to scream what? It was fucking crazy, dude. Do you not remember Roman on Raw? I'll just say this. Uh... They all wish they could touch the hem of the garment of Stone Cold Steve Austin. As much as Roman is being pushed, he hopes he has the success that Stone Cold has. And cancer aside and all that stuff, I'm starting to appreciate his greatness. He's no fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you got to bring the guy's name up, you're not more important than him. He didn't bring them up. The crowd did. And the idea is not that is he as good or better than or not? It's the characters getting so mad at the fans that he's talking shit on their guy they're they're chanting about. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which sure. is awesome. I thought it was brilliant because it also was a complete dichotomy to what Brock Lesnar did. Brock Lesnar was doing the opposite. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and Stone Cold's even gonna be there at Dallas. Isn't well, that that's fun? why I say how I mean, dude, are would you be disappointed if Brock won? Like you would be disappointed bro- on either one. No. Yeah, I mean like Brock is a believable victor over Roman. I know Roman has beaten Brock before, and that's happened. Again, I didn't know this until Evil. Uh, The fans weren't happy that Roman beat Brock then. 
What do you think they're going to do now if they fuck? I'm not saying that they're still forcing Roman on us. I'm not saying that. I think the Paul Heyman thing and I get it, but you can only be the heel for so long, right? Like, I, I wonder if we've gotten to the limit of Roman being like, like already isn't he the longest tenured universal title, which to me means fucking nothing because like the universal title is not that old or whatever, but I just, I just wonder and I get it, but if you have to invoke the greats to sell your own greatness, I always wonder, wonder, I'm not but trying they didn't to didn't do that. I'm wondering if you're hearing what I'm saying. No, I know the fans brought it up because of the, but guy, but, but Ref Marsh, like the wrestlers know if you speak in a certain, like, uh, I'm if trying you have to have a cadence, if you had the right cadence, cadence yes. It, if you speak in a certain cadence, you get that what chant back, right? Right. So they know what, what will generate that what chant. It's, this is not new, right? Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I'm leery of being critical of Roman in that. I just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I think, don't... I think what I'm, what, what the stone cold thing was, let me, let me try and rephrase this. The way that Brock Lesnar heard the what chant and started laughing and be jovial and started playing with the crowd and then yes. said, and stone cold's going to be there. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Then you, the juxtaposition of Roman getting a what chant and then getting, furious at the crowd and saying he's not here and i'd kick his ass anyways is just showing the different levels of these two dudes and it makes you yeah want brock to win right because now hey right. brock was playing with us before and now rowan's being a dick to us now fuck this right guy. right i, I you know agree I mean? with that i agree with that now what do you get from the payout though is wrestlemania giving it to the fans what they want to see or not well that's what i mean is i agree with you from before where i think that wwe for better or worse is always got the long game in mind yeah and we they could be going against what the fans may want now because of what the fans are going to want later right you know what i mean but not so but who knows yeah and not to be critical of that but i know stone cold's a big part of this wrestlemania because it's in texas and he's being a part of it and and kevin owens has brilliantly brought him into that that thing but i don't know what that has to do with roman and brock i do understand the psychology of like brock being awesomely playful and roman being kind of like a douchebag and shit i just don't know if that correlates to like i don't know i don't know where they're going with that you know what i'm saying like it's cool uh but i i don't know it has know. nothing I mean, to do like, with Stone Cold other than everyone knows Stone Cold can't be there to cut his own promos. This has been a one-sided storytelling device on Kevin Owens' part. You think he's there Friday? I think it'd be crazy if he wasn't. But maybe he won't. We should do a live watch through for SmackDown. And watch SmackDown just be like a recap episode and we're just like, what are we doing? <laughs> Well, but, we can't do a live walkthrough. We can't do a live walkthrough because it doesn't come on till 7 p.m. my time. That's true. So we cannot do a live. Yeah. Because be I don't know how to anymore. stream it otherwise, unless, yeah. unless I did it illegally. Because you're but, an hour. Ahead. What I'm saying is the the idea of people of Brock and Roman bringing up Stone Cold is for one just to create more animosity between that the fans have to yeah. pick a side, and for two to also make sure that the fans all realize Stone Cold's going to be there because Stone Cold's not able to promote this himself 
on you, these shows. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's no, that's very cool. That uh, No, I got you. I, I almost feel like, though, that's sort of a cheap way to say that Stone Cold, because Stone Cold can cut promos. He fucking, he has he a can. studio at his house, and so he could do promos. I, I think that his silence probably makes the payoff better with him. But yet whatever the reason to... is, he's not doing it. No, I know. He's probably you know, whether shit... whether he's he probably doesn't getting have a time. shitload of money too, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah he's getting a shitload of money. Too. And the the idea that Kevin Owens is is carrying this entire rivalry one sided. He is. He is. You is are incredible. right. No, he's doing so good. That's part of me where like I'm such a huge Stone Cold fan. I told you last week, I was like I was a little bummed out. But also, I was like, kind of brilliant from fucking Kevin Owens to yeah. do the breaking glass thing and then trick the crowd like two other times. So oh, I look, dude. I uh, I'll be the first to say fuck Canadians, uh, but Kevin Owens is awesome, and I love Edge too. Uh, his work is awesome. What he's yeah. doing with that fucking age—that's a match too. We didn't even talk about that match. I'm super like the storyline. I was like, ah, you know, but like Edge is doing such a good job. Like he turned heel so fast. It's almost not fair. Yeah. That's how good it is. And then that match is going to be fucking incredible. It's going to be incredible. I'm so fucking excited for that match. Uh, Six Grosses didn't Cena carry his story versus Undertaker. I, yep. you know, Six Crow, if you don't know about me, I've been gone for a long time, so I didn't even see Cena. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I love fucking Cena because I, he's so yeah. good in The Peacemaker. And I, dude, I love him. And honestly, like I know Roman beat Cena, but they that story was kind of thin with him from what I saw because Cena I'm gonna, was like, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to count you out here in a second. Uh, yeah, count me in. So uh, uh, Six Crow is asking, you know, didn't Cena carry his storyline with versus The Undertaker? Uh, I think it's more directed to me because he knows that I saw it. Uh, the answer is like, yeah, Cena carried an entire storyline with The Undertaker up to Mania once too. And that's yeah. exactly the point, that Kevin Owens is the next person to do that and do it well. Like, yeah. Kevin no, Owens yeah, is no, on that fair. level. No, fair. Six Crow. I, I, I think I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see it, but I think what you – yes. Kevin Owens is fucking incredible. He's yeah. awesome. When it comes to promos, when he came he's on out with level. the bald no, cap. No. When he came out with the bald cap and the beard, yeah. like I was like, I could be so cold. I could yeah. be so cold. Wait a second. Like it was so good. He is so good. And you know what? Um, Ref Marsh, I don't know if you saw, it runs at the same time as uh, Pat McAfee's show. So you may not have, but it is on the cock, as Pat McAfee would say, Peacock, the Rich Eisen show. Uh, Rich had the legend Stone Cold Steve Austin on his show. And I don't know if we talked about this last episode, but Steve talks about Kevin Owens and running his mouth and, and, and there's a little bit of story there. So, um, yeah. Six Crow says, yeah, he's great. I don't know if you're talking about Kevin Owens or yeah, I'm, I'm such a big fan of Kevin Owens. He, first of all, is like, I'm glad the stunner didn't go away. I mean, outside the RKO, I'm like, it's such a great finishing move. 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's still around, you know, in some capacity to pay homage. I'm, and as a as wearing a broken skull hat, so it's I have I have this belt. Hmm. Oh, and I have. Oh, and Ref Marsh knows this. I have this belt. So I'm a huge Stone Cold fan. Let's yeah. let's play this out in its all its glory. Mm-hmm. And then the backside for the fans right. here. But yeah, they're doing uh, an awesome is, job pushing this along. And the idea that I think yeah. some people were complaining that the idea might be that it actually closes the show, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. I don't see that as a problem. I understand yeah. uh, people went uh, have an issue that like the women aren't going to close the show, but it's also like you have Stone Cold in Dallas. You like, what do you think is going to? Well, I wouldn't be a, I would not have a problem with Bianca and Becky Lynch closing the show, but Stone Cold and Kevin Owens closing the. Well, you don't think we're going to get Roman and Brock as a final match? So it's got to be Roman Brock. Kevin Owens uh, would fold GI Jane too. Said Jedi Dick Sensei. I don't know who you are, Jedi Dick Sensei, but that's a good one. That's true. The bald cap. Uh, but uh, night two is going to end with with Brock and Roman for sure. But night one's ending with Stone Cold. And I understand like it could oh, be cool with one, Bianca yeah. because uh, Bianca's from Texas too, I believe. So I, I think that she'd Tennessee. still get a. Is she Tennessee? And I got that back. She went to University of Tennessee. Okay, so but, uh, just Tennessee. No, it, but but yeah, I think it's just I mean you're not going to get a bigger reaction at the end of the night than Stone Cold standing tall in Dallas with 100,000 people in the audience. So I think that it makes sense, but I get it. People want their faves to have everything every time and you know, is what it is. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh as a quick circle back cuz I know that you didn't get to see it all as it kind of played out. In Roman's promo, he was really breaking down a lot of the history that they had. Uh, old matches where Brock opened up, like got him bloody, got Roman bloody and stuff. Like I thought that Roman's promo did an awesome job of explaining how personal the Roman character takes all the Brock Lesnar stuff, and it actually, to me, I thought made the made the whole thing seem that much more exciting and even more like long-term details you know what i mean yeah i like him pointing it out and not shying away from some of it bianca is by the way from knoxville tennessee that's where she's from originally uh and she went to university of tennessee but anyway uh i digress uh yeah i mean um who doesn't want to see this match yeah yeah i'm 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 hugely rooting for brock and guys, again, for the podcast, I fucking hated Brock as an MMA fighter. I fucking chanted my ass off when Alistair Overeem liver kicked his ass into what I thought was going to be his retirement. Because I didn't think he was an MMA fighter. I thought he was a steroided out fucking WWE guy. But you know what? He's a great human being. Yeah. Not good, but great. And... uh I have learned to love this guy. And from my perspective, uh, I really want, uh, yeah, I get Romans overcome uh, cancer. You know, mm-hmm. I get that. I feel like Brock was kind of the old, the Uber heel forever. And again, I missed all of most of Brock's career. Yeah. And, but from what I've seen and research and back watching and videos, you know, Uber heel. He's never come across good. He had Paul Heyman. Yeah. Uh, 
Roman to get good had to get Paul Heyman. And uh, again, like I understand Roman's family and like a Joe, the guy he is as a person, like I like him and I'm not rooting against him as a person. And I want him to succeed and be awesome and be that guy that I know he can be. But I want Brock to win this match. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to, but I hope he does. Because the Brock that we see with the ponytail and the, you know, the fucking Canadian tuxedo, essentially, I'm just enjoying. And what I think I, I, I've seen from Brock is that his enjoyment is so much fun that I, I don't, I just don't know. Like, it feels like. You just don't want to stop. I just, I, I don't want it to end. Yeah. I don't want it to end. It's like a movie that you just, you're fucking so into the story. You're like, it's so good. You know what? That's why long form TV and stuff, and it's like, is becoming the norm. People are loving that because, you know, all these books they adapt to movies. Everybody's like, it sucked. It's never like, of course it sucked. It was a fifteen hundred page book. You can't, you know put that in a two hour movie effectively. We all want the long game. So if Brock wins, I don't think it wrecks anything with Roman. Roman will get his title back. Uh, it would be great. And then we could carry on the Brock. Now, I don't know, does Brock stay on because we have Bobby Lashley, we have Rope, you know, Ref Marsh mentioned, uh, my favorite wrestler of all time. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, he mentioned uh, Drew McIntyre and stuff like that. I don't know. I maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you though. We're starting to see tiers, like, and there's always been this in wrestling where you've got the lower level guys, but sometimes those lower level stories are incredible and then they end yeah. up building into something big. Uh, I just don't know where this and and that's what makes this so fun and exciting. Like so I can't before... wait to tune into WrestleMania. Before this promo by Roman, I was, I would have said that I think that the Roman character has to hold on to that title because he's got to make those numbers big. But after that promo, and he pointed out that he already beat Brock Lesnar's record, that was the point. The point was to say that he was, he had all these little one ups over Brock. So now I do agree that I think that he could lose it and it wouldn't hurt that character's story at all because he did the thing he needed to do. As a character, he had to beat Brock Lesnar's record. You know what I mean? But as a character, if he were to lose it now, he'd get it back. Red Marsh, what about this? Because I'm telling you, as a fan of the baby face, I'm a sucker for it. I'm a mark. Yes, I know. Thank you, fans. What if Brock wins as the babyface and Roman comes back as a babyface? Mm. Oh my God. That to me is going to be so incredible. And he could do it. He could do it. He has the ability to do it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But you don't think that will happen? I don't know. I think that it's but even if he did, well, I don't think. Do you think Roman? Do you think Roman comes back without Paul Heyman? I think that would maybe no, so he wouldn't come back as a babyface. But regardless, he could win that. He could lose the title WrestleMania and win it on on Raw anyway, right? 
Right. But what I'm saying is I think all that stuff is possible because of the fact that he pointed out in this promo that all of those things were to get one over on Brock, that all of it's been this big, petty, personal thing against Brock this whole time. And since he's beaten Brock on all those levels, right now you could see the destruction of that character in such a sense where you could take those little pieces away and the character still will be strong and be able to get back what he once had. Where before that promo, it would have been an issue for his character to get to here. Well, Ref Marsh, the only thing I I have this question for you, because I don't know. Why not, like, make that a thing as part of the story, though? Instead of, like, someone like you, you grasp that because you you just understand the history and it's so enthralled in you. And and you're like, oh, yeah, but fucking he already beat Brock's thing and that makes it good. But you get that. But, like, how many how many percent? Like, you're giving the audience way too much um, credit, in my opinion. Oh, Roman said, said it, not me. Okay. He said it in his promo. You know, I've beaten his record here. Okay. I took his advocate and turned him into a wise man. You know, I did X, Y, and Z. He pointed out all these little things he did okay. to get to be above and to be better. And then on, on paper, to be the one who's above Brock Lesnar on every given number metric, right? Right. So you could now, where before I would say he needs to have that as a character. Well, he's got it now. So now he can lose it and still be a strong character. So yeah, yeah. I'm Even a lot more open to the it, idea though. of him losing. Even if he lost it, though. Let's say he lost it at day one, which I think was probably the original idea. Because wouldn't he have broken his record by then? You know, he's been the champion for like fucking three years or two years or something. I don't know what the numbers would match up. But I, I uh, six grosses. I think Roman's last hurdle is to beat Brock at WrestleMania. Okay. Me. Yeah, I, I I have thought the whole time that that Roman was going to be Brock. Well, because I think Six being Rose. the first unified title holder could be big for Roman's character, right? Where it wouldn't mean all that much to Brock's character long term. Yeah, but, yeah, I think Roman's going to win. I <laughs> I want it to be just an awesome match. Yeah, I think you get F five, you'll get Suplex City to bunch. But what's Roman's finishing move, by the way? Though that's one of the things I think Spear. like. And the guillotine. I mean, that's 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 really Goldberg's though. Like, I mean, like, yeah, but he's better at it than Goldberg. He does the Superman punch. He does the yeah, but Goldberg invented it. I'm not, you know, you can shit on Goldberg all you want, but like Goldberg did win like 187 matches in a row and shit or whatever it was. I don't know. Uh, You know, I got you. I. Uh, I think Roman's gonna win. I think it was also Edge's. Edge's finish was a spear. Yeah, well. Edge had the spear too. Yeah, yeah. Edge is a incredible. It's an established mean move. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the only other thing that that we didn't talk about, and it's uh, pretty brief, just concept wise. Uh, almost, it looks like it's gonna go up against Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley made yeah. his big turn. I actually like the idea of this. I'm I was excited because you know what, Ref Marsha was thinking about this as I was watching Raw or SmackDown. I was like. Man, what's going on with Bobby Lashley? Boy, it would sure yeah. be nice to see him back. But I thought he had a legit injury, and yeah. it yeah. seemed like he did. I don't I know. So. I um, my my hunch would be that he had a legit injury, and the timetable of return was just too close to call, and so they didn't want to push anything one way or the other until they knew. And yeah. Then- no, I mean, that's why I was really surprised to hear you talk about Drew McIntyre being up against Roman, because I think Bobby... I think I think Bobby's that guy. I think the big thing, yeah. the big problem I have with Bob is 
His promos suck still. He's not great at promos, but he's awesome in ring. And I fucking love the guy. He's such a good, by the way, if you didn't know uh, wrestling on the rocks fans, I spent 25 years in the military and that was in the army. Bobby Lashley was in the army. I'm a fan of Bobby Lashley. I want to see him do well. He is a fellow fucking black knight. I want to see this guy do well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't know if he can carry a promotion. And so that scares me a bit, but physically he looks the part and, and in ring, he's not bad at all. So he's great in ring. And he was, you know, so. And he's good on PR. Like his interviews outside of the company are awesome. Yeah. It's when no, you tell him that what he has you to know, say that's and get across, the, it seems to be a little weird. No, the, when they were pushing Roman, when I watched the evil thing, they were, it showed him be, like Roman being a nice guy to these kids and stuff. And it again, I don't know why people didn't think it seemed believable. Roman seems like he's actually a great guy. Yeah. Uh, but Bobby is a good guy. Like, yes. you know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. I think it's awesome. I think they're doing a great job with almost. I think Bobby Lashley is a beast. And this is one, too, where I think it's too close to call, to be honest. Is it Omos or Omos? Or almost? Omos. You say almost. Almost. It's Omos, right? I thought it was Omos. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's cool. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I'm a fan of him, too. And I heard Undertaker say some really cool things about him. Oh, by the way, are we going to see Undertaker at at uh, WrestleMania because it's, it's I think it's going to be the, the the Queen of England wave. I think it's all you're going to get because uh, they do the the Hall of Fame is going to be on right after SmackDown. Yeah, and Friday. Then, yeah. Uh, at WrestleMania, they do a thing on one of the nights where they go on your Hall of Fame class for 2022, and they all come out and stand on the thing and wave. yeah, yeah. Steiner Brothers, we didn't talk about that. They got in yep. since last They're time. We, in. Yeah, that's awesome. It's I'm gonna fucking. Be really cool. I, that's very cool. I hope we see something there. I hope they talk about Braun Breaker or something. It's just in a quick little nod. Like I hope, I hope that them being in the Hall of Fame helps Braun, ultimately. Braun, Braun Breaker. Okay. That's um, Rick's kid and Scott's nephew. From the Steiner brothers, so I think that them going in the Hall of Fame could be really good for Braun Breaker's career. To be honest. How old is he? Is he still up and coming? Is he in the Indies or? He's in NXT. Oh, cool. He's yeah, the yeah, NXT yeah. champion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, Boston fans. Dolph. He's got a match this weekend against Dolph Ziggler, which is going to be good. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Bron- so hey, good. guys. NXT, tune in tomorrow to Wrestling on the Rocks with uh, Miss Amanda Jane and Cry Baby Clump with Ref Marsh because yeah. the sports beer doesn't have time to watch no. NXT. <laughs> exactly. But I don't hate NXT. I know that there's going to yeah. be some cool shit coming out of NXT. I'm super excited. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to break down WrestleMania with you today because tomorrow yeah. we're going to be talking almost nothing WrestleMania at all, uh, and then we're going to have yeah. SmackDown right before we end up doing our watch-along where we'll talk about it, so uh, we'll be in there. Dude, no rush. But We can yeah, keep yeah. talking. I'm really excited. I have been – this has been uh, – I was excited for the Super Bowl this year um, yeah. because, I, you know, it was the Rams and the Bengals, two teams that hadn't been in a while, and um, – the last time I saw the Rams in the Super Bowl, they they lost to the Patriots. And the last time I saw the Bengals in the Super Bowl, they lost to 49ers. It was one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. And I'll never forget Tim Crumry got his ankle broken. And uh, they caught it on TV. And this is way before high def, by the way. And it was like flopping in the breeze. And he was, he was a really good defensive 
uh, tackle for the Bengals. But uh, I've been so excited about this because uh, I'm not uh, I'm not partially in. I'm all in when it comes to wrestling on the rocks and being a wrestling fan and a WWE fan. I'm so excited for this uh, WrestleMania. It's going to be so much fun to watch with Ref Marsh and all the fans that come in and watch with us. I'm 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 blown away by how how great this community is, and I'm really excited. I learn something new every day. Um, I always want the good storyline, but I love the good matches in the squared circle too. It's going to be so much fun. I'm I'm so I'm so excited. Like I said, I really the Bianca thing with the fucking haircutting was so awesome. And then the fans, like, you deserve it. I mean, like, if I'm Becky Lynch, I am just like, look at how good I am. Because she, that was all her. That's her. She got all that out of the crowd. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, It's one thing to get booed. It's another thing to get a you deserve it because you got your ass kicked. Dude, I mean, that was, was that, that, I'll be honest with you, Ref Marsh. That might be one of the most incredible moments I've witnessed on TV since I have been back to wrestling. I was I was hell. so blown away by that. It was so good. I don't want to. I think we might be shortchanging that in some regard. Yeah. So I'm 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 way stoked. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to have it. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be happy to have everybody come out. And if nobody even comes into the chat, I might just post the Zoom link publicly on Twitter and just say click it if you want it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I would love to have some people come in. Yeah, Let's have some people come through. Uh, other than that, though, tomorrow night we're going to be back for a brand new episode one. Me, Miss Amanda Jane, I believe Crybaby Clumps making his triumphant return since since uh, his his health issues. And uh, how's he doing, and, man? Everything going good with so Crybaby? Much better. What's he's going on? So what happened? I don't know. Tell the fans. Uh, he ended up with a with a pretty bad infection and was in the hospital for uh, better oh, part man. of a week, to be honest. And so I don't know back. him, but give him my best. Like yeah. I give him my best. That's so awful. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty scary couple of couple of moments there. Uh, he went in because he thought it was his appendix. He was just feeling that kind of sharp pain, and as oh, they started man. doing tests and scans and stuff, it goes, no, it's this horrible infection, and it's actually much worse than an appendix thing. And they checked him in right away. Wow, because appendicitis can kill you. So what's yes. must much worse yeah. than that? Like, yeah. can you die twice? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, true. True. Uh, well, I think with appendicitis, they can they can if they get if they catch it, they can get in there. You're fine. With this one, it's going to take a lot more treatment than just get in there and get it out. You know. Uh, so, but he's doing much better. He should be back tomorrow uh, unless something comes up, uh, which will be uh, will be will be up to date about it as as it happens. Other than that, I'm looking forward to this weekend. You and me having a few drinks, celebrating the most yeah. stupendous WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, WrestleMania 38, baby. Let's go. Amen. Uh, awesome. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow night right here in the dive bar of the IWC for a brand new episode one. Guys, that's the last call. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining uh, Wrestling on the Rocks. Hey, here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink. That's right on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers! I would never have a drink of wrestling on the rocks.